The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is what you've missed on the Video Game Connection Podcast. The vet, the opinion haver on Twitch, bro. What's up, dude, man? Thanks for coming on, dude. You know? Man, it's a, it's, it's a, I appreciate it. And it's a, nice to meet you, Ivan. Hey, Ivan, uh, do you know how hard this man worked to get me on this show? Do you have any idea? No, no clue, man. No clue? Okay. No. Well, this 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 process has started what months ago. Months he's ago. like, he's he's been just spamming my PlayStation <laughs> inbox, well, okay. telling me to always listen to his podcast. Okay, that listen, I listen to, and he didn't even know it because he just assumed I didn't. So he's sending me, yeah, hey, here's the new, here's the okay. link to the new show. You know, I was thinking about should I just ghost homeboy? <laughs> Not ever, because he's trying too hard, man. Well, something's up. So tune in and don't miss out on the Video Game Connection podcast. Now a video podcast. Peace out. You're listening to the Video Game Connection.
welcome your host of Halloween Havoc. The hits keep coming for Shuggy, Shuggy, Wag, Wag. I'm going to make this year's Halloween Havoc the most terrifying extravaganza in NXT history! Almost baiting her. Well, there's the power, the strength of Rodriguez. Ooh! Go do it. As a result of a disqualification, Cora Jade! And Jade all smiles. Wait a minute, Perez! Well, the killer instinct. You wanted to see it. You wonder if she had it. Here it is right here. Perez has to feel so good. Oh. But she won't miss Saturday. Believe it or not, my role tonight is actually to, to keep the peace, to make sure that no mayhem ensues, that nobody wrecks havoc. Get it? Because Halloween Havoc's the name of the... This, all right. Anyway, I thought it was good. But see, I got to tell you the truth. I don't like my odds. Because to me, it seems like someone in this ring has already been stirring the pot quite a bit and, and getting into the heads of the other guys. And if you ask me, that guy doing that is nothing more than a, a huge, creepy weirdo. I'm talking about you. Yeah, you. JD Mc, don't Google me. What's your deal? I'm, you know, I'm gonna move my seat a little. You're just... I feel like I need a shower just looking at you. Elliot looking to quench the thirst of the NXT universe! Is this enough? Elliot's gonna co-host with you, Shotzi, at Halloween Havoc! We have it! Quincy is my co-host! Quincy! Nakamura with stacks in his sights. Oh! oh my God. Talk about Dream Street. Stacks might think he's back on the dock. Stacks is down. Stacks is down.
that momentary hesitation just opened the door for Ripley to connect with Riptide. Try, gentlemen, just a second. Move this. Let me go here. Continue. The book. We know it wouldn't last. Kevin tried to keep the peace. This is why we got security out here. You can't get along. Let's get it. Book, book, book. JD McDonough smiling, laughing as these two, Breaker and Dragonoff, are just going at each other. and a hole through McDonough. Wow, beautiful. And will this be the scene at Halloween Havoc? Will the fierce Ilya Dragunov become the what the hell? Mr. Money in the Bank? What's Austin Theory doing here? Could Austin Theory cash in Saturday at Halloween Havoc? The future has come home to NXT. Another blind tag there, another blind tag, didn't see it. Like him or not, the dyad. They came to play as well. And now because, oh, Kevin Grimes! Out of nowhere. Oh, just wiped out Gacy. Reads by himself, turns around. Spinebuster! Spinebuster right there. That's the old saying, at first you don't succeed, you try again. Let's go for the ride right here, baby. Magic killer!
Now I'm south slanging, rolling with these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. Now I'm south slanging, rolling with these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. What's the sense of it all? Pimping powder and pussy trying to make pennies. See niggas lie on the stand. Guess hell ain't harder than prison. Who knows? In the 90s, the traffic stop get you tickets. A joke. Now they find you a traffic stop get you riddled with holes. We be living too fast. We be sipping the slow. One my niggas was selling work. Now he's selling out shows. I mean, Jason, that's growth. Pay attention, take note. You over 40 and moving work. Better be by the boat. Better be by the dock. Better not be by your home. If niggas really won't hurt you, they gon' leave you alone. Cause them peoples is coming. Where your loyalty, youngin'? When a rapper say free my nigga, his lawyers get hungry. And everybody wanna be a trap, nigga. Cause them rap trap niggas get paid. Don't nobody wanna be a trap trap, nigga. When them bad niggas got you on tape. Art imitating life. Now you the same lies. Got these suburban nights thinking y'all ain't afraid to fight. Right in the mirror, crying a little. You shaking, right? Your soul is in prison and there is no visitation rights. Down south slang. Music with these hustlers. Keep it true to self and never sell out with these busters. I ain't finna tap dance. I don't give a fuck, though. Keep it true to self and keep a crew of niggas cut, though. Right. Down south slang. Rolling with these hustlers. Try and get rid of all you haters and you busted. Down south slang. Rolling with these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. Down south Slangin', rollin' with these hustlers, tryin' get rid of all you haters and you busted. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers, tryin' to get rid of all you haters and you busted. I got the cocaine later, white later by the key, eight cup full of Texas, pulled by the three three. Hopped out the Porsche when it sold me a piece. Smoke a pussy nigga like I roll me a leaf, like a leaf. Oh, smoke put a hole in his teeth. Hey, boom, bop, bam, put a hole in his cheek. Hey, nigga talkin' tough but you a hole in the street. Hey. Like a motherfucker, nigga, serve scutter, butter, pussy, niggas undercover, and I ain't stutter, motherfucker. Hit him with the blocker, blocker, quick to serve me a pop. You borderline dick sucker, tryna take some pics of us. Baby, make your leg bend, yellow bitch a red skin, and DC like a red skin. Come and give me head in, my youngest pop the lead in. Nigga, swing your dread in. Oh, you wanna tussle? We gon' see how niggas play it then. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers, tryna get rid of all you haters and you busters. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters. Down south slanging, rolling with these hustlers. Yeah. Trying to get rid of all you haters okay. and you busters. Uh. Down south slanging, rolling with yeah. these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters. Down south slanging, serving all these customers. Like Bill, like he's some pussy, but he clip like Rudy Hustle. On the real, you might get killed. Don't touch my chain, cause it's untouchable. Big Black, now I know my hip, yeah. I'ma shoot that bitch, ain't cute, but she's still fuckable. Racks on racks, move packs, your packs at school, had packs like lunchables. Show gas on gas for fives and match. We bust out straps at constables. Toss my sack, no phone, but though. On Adderall, but it's still functional. Still aired out at a functional. That Draco so dysfunctional. Used to be a robber, Ebo, Nigel, boy, go ask why late. Yellow bone, the cop give me sloppy topper as I lay. Pull up on the opera, chopper, rocker, hit him while he late. I spend some chips to get you killed, my Chris gon' make you free, don't late. Bang, we don't really tussle. If I can't get that thing in, then I'm not finna go club. Ever since my bro got killed, I can't trust shit, I can't trust nothing. Can't even trust my Chris because of Crip Nissy hustle. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers. Try and get rid of all you Haters and you busted down south slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted down south slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted down south slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the PWC. Conflict 3.0, I think, Jeff. 
Oh, well, before I should, it is. Well, before I introduce him, it's Evil Tress. It's Punto Cero. It is Jeff Lippman. Welcome back to the conflict. What's crackalacking? And we're also doing Halloween Havoc predictions. Of course. Um, you're not showing up on the screen, so I don't know if that's just a me thing or if it's a broadcast thing, but... Um, really? There you are. That's weird. I never disappeared, according to my screen. That's strange. Okay. Well, maybe wow. the viewers don't know what I'm talking about, but either way, <laughs> you're, you're here now, so what up? Wow. Thank God. I'm here. I'm good, man. I'm I'm cool. I'm pumped. I'm actually looking forward to Halloween Havoc. And I thoroughly enjoyed NXT this past week. I mean, those little differences with the WWE main roster guys and girls coming into the show, I think made a hell of a difference and made it much more intriguing. In fact, even though NXT didn't win the actual ratings battle this past Tuesday, they could have. I mean, the second hour, I think they beat AEW, as a matter of fact. They did beat them in the second hour. And, and I mean, you know, depending on how you measure these things, if you want to get clever, NXT increased its viewership from last week to this, whereas AEW decreased by a lot. But, I mean, you can parse these things any way you like. I mean, they didn't advertise that all of the Judgment Day would be there. They didn't, they didn't tell you it was Nakamura. They didn't tell, they didn't announce Kevin Owens was going to be there until the day of, and you could have easily missed it. Um, you know, I think I think there were a few other surprises. The Austin Theory thing at the end was a surprise. So, I mean, sure, yeah. you know, listen, if, if they want to give it their all, they would have put, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns on the show. I that would have been awesome. It would have. I mean, I actually think they overdid it a little bit with the... Um, with, with the main roster, I could have right. done with a, a bit less of it. I mean, you know, I, I don't think adding good brothers is really, a, you know, trying your hardest to defeat the other side. Put the Usos on or the New Day and you're going to try and get other viewers or, you know, whatever. But anyway, but I generally like NXT. I mean, there are weeks where it's definitely worse than than other weeks. But as far as the show is concerned, it, it the show flow is usually good they usually have a good ratio of matches to backstage segments to interviews to promos um obviously everybody knows the nxt parking lot is among one of the most dangerous places on earth um so i mean you know i, I like the flow i don't love all of the talent but that's okay i mean it is develop uh developmental and and that's all right and and some of them grow on you and then there's others that aren't that great at wrestling but their their character is just so fantastic or so bad that it's fantastic like kiana james and her assistant i mean it's like a it's like a great d movie but it's porn-tastic <laughs> so, you're right you know what what i do like and don't like sort of about the show at the same time i like how it's very fast paced like it's extremely like it, it moves along very quickly if you know what i'm saying but at the same time i feel like the, the, and look it is developmental so we can give him you know the excuse but they don't know how to sort of relax like at times it's just 100 miles an hour like let's go 100 miles an hour in the ring but they never take it like slow if you know what i mean they've got to relax sometimes and that could be an issue I mean, I guess we're burdened with every Halloween season to be at USA. We're going to get Chucky. Um, <laughs> which, oh, God. Yeah, I, I didn't dig any of that. Though, though I will say that the Chucky segment with 
Chase University was funnier. <laughs> that but, was, yeah. You know, but Chase University, the whole thing is sort of catch. It's all, it's all vaudeville. You know, three yeah, stooges comedy. Um, you know, you know what's funny? What's the guy, the younger guy's name that's part of Chase University? The guy with the long hair, Bodie. Ah, Bodie. There you go. Because you know who he reminds me of? Bo Dallas, just a blonde version of him. Oh, well, I, I think he's in better shape than Bo Dallas. He's actually a pretty Probably. big guy. I mean, he's 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 actually built similarly to Logan Paul. Interesting, because I've never really seen much of him. But for whatever reason, I didn't even know his name, honestly. It's funny that you just said it because you said his name is Bodie. Mm-hmm. He's got and a last you know. name, so I can't remember. I've only seen him in matches like twice, and he generally loses. I mean, and he's not that great. But, I mean, obviously they see something in him personality-wise and, and look-wise, and, you know, uh, hopefully he'll get it physically. I mean, listen, uh, when they first announced Stacks and Two Dimes, those guys were terrible. Um hmm. And Cole Carter, he, you know, I haven't seen much of him in AEW, but he still doesn't impress me. But he's, you know, he's okay. Um, but, you know, granted, it was Nakamura, who's a professional. Uh, but I, I thought uh, Stacks looked pretty good in the, in the match with Nakamura. It's, it's the best I've ever seen him look. Again, he was with the pro and not another, you know, developmental person. I'm sure that helped. But, I mean, part of it was him. His, his mood, he's quicker. His, his flow is more natural. Uh, you know, I don't think Nakamura was calling the whole match because I don't think they speak the same language unless they worked mm-hmm. out signals. Yeah, no, true. And uh, I'm hearing Nakamura actually could officially stay with NXT from from now on for the for the next six months. Apparently, have you heard I that? I heard remote? the same thing, but we probably both heard it from the same place. So <laughs> we probably did exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, I th- I've got an idea where you heard it. It's exactly yeah. where I heard it. So. But yeah, no, you're right. Needs to be reliable, and, and why not? I mean, you know, he's he's there's no real plans for him, and he's slowing down anyway. So why not help with the training? And and by the way, I'd I'd like to see Apollo Cruz go back to the main roster. So if that's the trade, not that it necessarily is, but uh, you know, I think that that's fine. I, you know, I like Apollo Cruz. Let let them let him be him, and then wrestling. You know, I don't know, find something that works, but. Um, Anyway, let's get into the show. Let's let's let, let's start. Let's talk about NXT, the show we saw, and then and that'll build us naturally to Halloween Havoc with all of its extreme rules, all of its scary stipulation matches. Yeah, and I'm back. Um, yeah, no, you're right. But you know what's interesting? What do you? What about Austin Theory? What do you think they're doing with him? Is there a chance he could possibly cash in come Halloween Havoc? There's always a chance, but I think it's just to make people like us talk about it and Twitter talk about it. I don't think so. I think that would be a gigantic blow to his confidence. I think it's just to get more people to watch Peacock just to see if it's going to happen. Because I think they want to, you know, they they want to see if NXT can draw the kind of numbers even close to what main roster shows do on uh, premium live events on a Saturday. Uh, look, it might. I mean, they've, they've actually advertised it pretty well, I think. For, for what it is, you know what I mean? And I feel like they've actually gone the extra yards with advertising the show. So I, I don't know if we'll get the numbers that, you know, your normal premium events get, but it will probably get decent numbers, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, if it's, if it's anywhere, if it's, you know, three times bigger than, you know, whatever, you know, uh, uh, Peacock's normal new weekend debut is that's not, you know, Halloween ends or something like that, 
been, then it's a, su a success. I mean, they never really release the numbers anyway. They just tell us it was up 48% from last year and, you know, and stuff like that. But no, I mean, it's true. We have enough reports from all sorts of sources that Peacock is very happy with WWE's performance on Peacock. In fact, that's like one of the only things they're really happy with so far with regards wow. to Peacock. Um, so, well, it would have made a hell of a difference for you know in their pockets, considering they've brought on WWE Network. So, I mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, they made an investment in WWE to sort of build their franchise around. And, you know, I mean, in some ways, COVID might have been a lucky thing for Peacock because they would put the theater movies on there. And now the theaters are, you know, if they've got movies that they know that are sort of shitty, they can release them in the theaters and on Peacock at the same time or, you know, on Peacock a few weeks later and people watch them. I mean, I've watched a lot of movies I would never pay for in the theater just because <laughs> they're on Peacock and they're free to me. And sometimes you find some gems anyway, man. You know what I mean? Not every movie... I mean, some B-grade movies are pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? I haven't found any gems as far as movies on Peacock, but I haven't really looked. None of the new releases anyway. But I have found some series that were only on Peacock that I liked. Um, like I have the, the Resort. I, I thought that was pretty interesting. And Mr. Mercedes. I like that show. Mr. Mercedes? Yeah, it's, it's, a, Stephen, it's a Stephen King thing. It's actually the same characters. Oh. Or some of them from the outsiders like holly gibney um yeah, it's cool it's it's with that old irish guy he's uh oh shit. They're, they're advertising a movie for him right now that, that's coming out with like colin farrell but you, you would oh. know if you see him i think he might have been mr french in the departed i'm not sure if it's the same guy or not but you would definitely recognize the same guy okay oh, interesting maybe i should look into it well jeff Let's finally get into NXT. And actually, before we do, I just want to say here at the PWC, we give our condolences to the, to Kevin Nash's family and his yeah. wife, obviously, for his son's you know, passing away. He was only 26 years old, and his name was uh, Tristan Nash, I believe. Yeah. I mean, do, have we got any reports on how he passed away? Could it be suicide or, or natural causes, you think? I, I have no idea. Uh, and, yeah. I, you know, I'm not really one to pry into things like that. I mean... What a hard day for, for Kevin. I mean, it was, you know, he knew the day coming in was Scott Hall, the anniversary of Scott Hall's death. I don't know if he was close with Randy Savage or not, but it was just the 12-year anniversary of his death. Wow. Um, and, but then, it's, I mean, none of those things really compare to your son, but, I mean, Scott yeah, was like no. a him. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's, you know, tough. And Kevin Nash, by all accounts, seems like a well-liked, good guy. Yes, For he sure. played politics in the day, but you sort of have to, and everyone does. You have to, absolutely. It's a shark, it's a shark game, the professional wrestling business, that's for sure. And if you don't, you know, if you don't play the political game, you ain't getting anywhere in this and business. It's cool just, it is what it is. And, and absolutely. He will, he will like comments that you make, and he will interact occasionally if, if, if you do. It's, it's like, he's not like, you know, for a guy who's ridiculously successful in six foot nine, he does not act like he's above at all. I agree. He might have, if he was, you know, the younger Nash, like back in his, you know, late 20s, early 30s, he would have been an egomaniac, obviously. But but today's Nash, he's very humble, man. And uh, he seems very appreciative of, of not only his career, but just just the fans too, man. So, yeah. uh, like I said, our condolences, you know, from everyone here at the PWC goes out to the Nash family. And uh, yeah, man, it's that's tragic. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, let's get into NXT because we're coming from, what is that, the Performance Center pretty much? Well, yeah, it is the Performance Center. 
Yeah, it's it's the Capital Wrestling Center. Right. Uh, I guess I'll never go to Full Sail again, right? <laughs> never say never, but probably they built the Capital Wrestling Center, so unless they're planning to sell it to somebody else and and Full Sail makes them a, uh, an offer they can't refuse, you know, then Tony D'Angelo has to negotiate the contract. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, um, do they keep it like that or do they like take it all down after every show and it just turns into a I performance center? I, I assume they keep it like that. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. I would keep it and clean it. And I mean, that's probably one of the training rings during the week. And they probably have the scouts and the agents and, you know, and, you know, other students observe and, and do things there. So, uh, yeah, they probably, you know, choreographed or script out some of the matches there right not for sure well we start the show with judgment day making an entrance here to support Rhea ripley who was recruited by cora jade so we get our first matchup which is Rhea ripley versus roxanne perez i just want to point out first of all judgment day was really over here in nxt man they were doing judgment day chance who would have thought yeah, well, it was a big surprise to have you know have them all come. The music, came. I mean, Judgment Day has a cool music. <laughs> sure, for sure, it's true. They just I don't agree. really have a purpose. But uh, right. I mean, listen, this is this is the same three or four hundred people show up every week, and they they're excited. You know, they're like every sort of diehard fan, and they're like the people who chant "This is awesome" at every Ring of Honor match and every AEW match. They're the people who sang the words to Suzuki song when everyone else pretended <laughs> that they were singing the, the words. I mean, so yeah, they're sure they're going to get excited. They get excited whenever there's a special guest, but you know, it's 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 a very dedicated diehard crowd. So yeah, cool. For sure, no, I agree, man. And how, uh, I mean, Rhea Ripley, <laughs> she looked very dominatrix. I mean, she was hardly wearing anything, man. Um, the When the pin? Mm. Oh, God, bro. <laughs> I mean, and the way she looked at the camera was perfect, dude. I mean, she knew I, exactly what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was doing. <laughs> and, and God bless her. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah absolutely thank you Rhea I mean no shame at all like just and the, just the cheekiest grin on top of that while pinning her like that I mean look man she's 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 something else anyway Rhea Ripley and uh yeah, she's put on she's put on a lot of uh weight though in some ways not in a bad way though she's she's a she's a big thick strong woman <laughs> and thick. uh I I got it from reliable sources that she said that uh, Roxanne is uh tighter than Dominic <laughs> really yeah. and, and a stronger and a better wrestler oh that that that's debatable actually legitly and apparently she's tighter than dominic that's pretty foul jeff i mean yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't want to know what dominic gets up to but uh i guess Rhea is the one fucking dom right i mean yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you mean sub oh yeah sorry sub I'm not talking about Subway either, just quietly. No, no sub, sub Ripley hyphen Mysterio. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, um, this match was a lot longer than I expected or felt like that for me. And really, Rhea probably should have eaten Perez alive, but no, nevertheless, she ends up winning That's via pinfall. You can't have her eat her alive. I mean, it's, they're, they're trying to build up the baby face for a big paper. I, I understand that, but like... You? When you have the main roster, you know, wrestlers come on against so-called developmental, uh, you got to be kind of realistic 
as well, wouldn't you? I mean, let's be real. No, I think she did. I mean, the, the, it, there was a little count of mouse in there, and there was the the typical the heel powerhouse. You know, underestimates the face, the face, but also, you know, you you never felt it was in doubt. You never really felt that Rhea thought that 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 she was in jeopardy. I mean, there were a couple of you know you know you know face near fall kind of things, but you know when Roxanne was trying to pull her like towards the end of the match, Rhea was like, "You are not moving me." Um, okay, yeah. No, I, I didn't think the match was too long. I actually thought this match was, you know, sort of more or less exactly what I what I thought it was going to be with a with a cool ending. And and Roxanne Perez had to lose, uh, and she did, but she looked good doing so. So yeah, I, I didn't have any trouble with the booking. By the way, did you listen to Shawn Michaels' um, conference call today? No, not today. I saw his interview with Ariel Hawani though, which was pretty eye opening. But uh, no, why? What, what do you say? He didn't really say anything, you know. Uh, of import, or at least I don't think so, but he, right, I think he was really candid and he was really earnest and he sounded really positive. I mean, I thought it was really good, just in, not, not that he said anything important, just because he, he sounded, you know, positive and he wouldn't say anything bad about the past, but he was like, you know, before they told me to build a car and they told me what parts I could use and I built the car. And then, you know, we took, a, you know, then went the change. We, it took us a while to get our sea legs. You know, obviously we struggled for a few weeks, but then we got our legs under us and I think it's improved. And it's, and the difference with Hunter is, you know, they, they, they asked me to build them a car and so, but they let me pick the pieces. They let me, you know, order my parts. Uh, they, you know, they, they, they let me, you know, drive it and I, I can build them a better fucking car now. You know, yeah. it, it was just, I don't know. It just, I don't know if he said fucking, but uh, it was, it was, it was good. It just seemed refreshingly candid and less corporate speak, but just enough to know you took it seriously. We said, you know, Hunter trusts me and we trust, you know, I trust him. And, and we really, you know, we know it's developmental. He also took a lot of time to say, listen, this is a fun experience because this, we want them to feel like it's college. So if right. it's a big problem to them, you know, I don't care about the difference in generations or how things were in my day. And listen, I'm, I'm a walking, you know, um, lesson for what not to do at, at times. And, you know, and, and let them use that as a lesson and me as, as you know, an example. Um, but, yeah, if they have a problem, whatever it is, I want to take it seriously. When they, you know, here it's fun. When they go to the main roster, it's all business. It just it's just not like he was trying to train them, you know. And, and, and I'm sure that, that there's something in the middle there as they get closer to the whatever the wrestling center equivalent is of their junior and senior years. Right, right. But it was... It was just nice. It was just nice. And double speed, it only took 22 minutes to listen to. I love you and your double speed, man. I don't know how you do it, but it buzzes me out. He really listens to shows at double speed, folks. I mean, I've actually heard him listening to a show as we we're about to go live on the air. So <laughs> so he does really listen to it at a faster pace. I don't know how you do it, but uh, you know what? I tried doing that. It's doable. You but it's just weird right right no I mean, they're sure. so easy like mine like it's very easy for me to listen i actually prefer listening to myself at double speed i hate listening to myself at regular speed um but like don tony for example like when you listen to him not on double speed he's sort of a slow talker but when you listen to him on yeah. double speed because he is a slow talker it sounds natural but he actually sounds like more of a you know Got a bada boom, bada bing. Oh like, no way! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it actually it, it works for me. Um, but like, you don't 
listen to a podcast the first time at double speed. I mean, you listen to it at regular speed, then you go to quarter speed, then you go to half speed, then you go to, you know, double speed or whatever, and you work up to it because you have to get used to the person's voice. And I can't do it with everybody. There are certain accents that I I, I just can't. <laughs> like, I have to listen to it one and a half or one and a quarter. And, you know, but... Imagine a Scottish accent at double speed or an Irish one even. Um, if there were, yeah, I, I, I would... <laughs> I would have trouble with Scottish. Irish, not so yeah, much. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. That's true. Yeah, but no, nobody cares about the, the speeds that I listen to podcasts at. Oh, that's true, too. That's actually very true also. But still, that's just a little fun fact about Mr. Jeff Lippman right here. Yeah. But um, but anyway, as I was saying, Ripley ends up defeating Perez via pinfall. We go backstage, though. We see Cameron Grimes come up to Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. They talk about the OC being heartthrobs. Radio and the best in the business. Gallows asked if Grimes knew why they accepted his offer and he broke out a big wad of cash because I've got the paper. That's what he replies as and answers said, Yes, that's true. But also it's because they want to go to the moon. Right. I mean <laughs> all right. To- <laughs> on the plus side, they showed a little personality. On the con true. side, they stole Hit Rose gimmick. Um <laughs> Um, I didn't know that they that the OC was going to be doing this APA, you know, heroes for hire kind of kind of gimmick. I just thought that they were there to back up AJ, their friend. So, I mean, I don't know where this all came from. I mean, I don't know why they just couldn't make it. That they're all friends from when they worked in TNA together, and sure, they have his back. Wait, I don't think Gallows. Well, Gallows was around when. When what's his name was there? Um, fucking what's he, what was his name in TNA again? Uh, Trevor Lee. That's it, Trevor Lee. I'm sure Gallows was around when Trevor Lee was in TNA, but I don't think Anderson was in TNA yet. That's part. You might be right. I mean, that, or I Impact, think, whatever. Well, maybe they said AJ. AJ told us to have your back because he he always liked you down there, and he said you were a solid guy, and to and that we should right. help you out. I I know you know from from the day. I, you know, I don't know. Whatever, it, you know. It's, unless they're going to start doing this APA thing going forward, which I don't think they are, then I, you know, I mean, I guess it's the simple story. He's the rich guy. They they keep paying them. So all right, fine. Which I mean, it's sort of a, it's sort of ironic because weren't Gallows and Anderson's the kind of the guys that said wrestling is our art. We're not in it just for the money. Uh, you know, and then they complained, and you know, wasn't Anderson the one complaining about Saudi Arabia and how he thought they were? Yeah, it fucking that. was. As a matter of fact, Jeff Anderson said he would never, ever, yeah. and, he, and he said, "quote my quote right now, I will never ever work for WWE ever fucking." He said, "Fuck Triple H, fun, fuck Vince McMahon." He said this publicly, mind you, and fuck but WWE. He also said he'll never go to Saudi Arabia again. And what is he doing now? He's going <laughs> to Saudi Arabia instead of going to New Japan. Because and New Japan's pissed. I know they're pissed, but he's doing it for the money. But guess what, New Japan? You should have signed him to a contract if you wanted to obligate him. And if you know, if you want to put a title on someone, make sure you have them under a contract. Don't don't give a title to them because wrestling is an art and these titles aren't real. And the New Japan mm-hmm. titles only mean something to five percent of the wrestling fans in North America, which is where ninety eight percent of the wrestling fans are. And to be fair, um, I don't think anyone around the world gives a flying fuck about the never open weight championship anyway. Let's be real. 
I cannot confirm nor deny that. I know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, it's I'm like like it's I'm just I don't care about it. I'm just meh, whatever. You know what I mean? Especially considering those belts, the never the reason why they're called never is because it was meant to be another promotion that was going to be called never under New Japan, but it never materialized and. Uh, for whatever reason, I know that I guess on one of the blow-offs, I heard you and Jargo give that that explanation. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. Exactly. Shout out to Jargo wherever you Big is. Fan. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we also stay at the back because we get D'Angelo, uh, Tony D'Angelo, and Stax are out. Tony D has a mic and says it's a big night this evening. He also he can also see Stax is ready to go. He's looking strong. Tony says this match is about respect and proving to everybody who he is and what he's about. Even though Stax was eager and the crowd was ready, and then D'Angelo said he'd do it only after this commercial break. And then that we got a so commercial. Funny. Absolutely. I mean, I don't mind these guys, man. I mean, it would be better if Two Dimes was still around, but he's not. So we'll it just stay with him. They gave him two guys that looked like they were Italian or at least Mediterranean. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, Tony D'Angelo is legit Italian, right? I think so, but I mean, I, he, I'm he's, pretty sure even he if he's not, he he looks it. I mean, right, I mean he looks right. as Italian as you or I do. So I mean, we're oh, yeah, no, for Mediterranean sure. looking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but those true. those two guys look look about as Germanic Anglo-Saxon as <laughs> could without being you know Finnish. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Stacks and two dimes, fuck. I mean, yeah. they don't look Italian at all. But they, you know, that's almost like the. The in-house joke in professional wrestling, especially about Italian stables. Half the stables are never really Italian anyway, so I mean, it yeah, is what it is. Are never what they actually are. I mean, one of the guys from Legado del Fantasma is, I think, from the Philippines. Yes, he was formerly uh, DJ, what was it, DJ Ice, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. In, DJ in TNA. No, not me. Oh. <laughs> DJ something. You'll know who he is. He was I remember for a long time. He, he, right. he wore the, like, the Daft Punk album on his head. Yeah, and that's what buzzes me out, dude, because he's walking wild right now, right? Yeah. You would never... It, like To me, they're two different people, man. As a matter of fact, he looked Asian in TNA. Now he kind of he passes a Mexican well, as walking wild. Was was in his group. Yeah. Weird, bro. And then the other guy and, was uh, pe pectorals, right? Or what was the other guy's name? Uh, was, oh, I know you're talking about the big guy, the fucking um, Rob Terry. Something like that, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Rob Terry, man. I, yeah. I, I could be wrong. And I think it was DJ Z, actually, yeah. he called himself. Yeah, that sounds right. As a matter of fact. That sounds right. Um, but anyway, yeah, two different dudes. I, I wasn't a fan of using TNA. I'm definitely a fan of his now, though. I love him as Joaquin Wild. He looks just all class. To think that he was doing that gimmick and then comes over to WWE and does this gimmick, dude, it's night and day. Two different people. Legato's a great act. I just I absolutely. It's it's like I'm almost glad that there's smaller wrestlers on the main roster there now, so they don't look so ridiculous. Um, but um, I, I was really worried because all of them are fairly small, and, and <laughs> Santos looks big next to them, and huh. and he's not six feet. So um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, as 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 short as they are, they're great workers, all three of them. Yeah, and I'm actually a fan of all of them. So I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But speaking of guys, we got my boy Grayson Whaler. Ugh. 
Oh, God. He's being interviewed backstage about his match against Apollo Crews. He's, he's upset about being asked about being behind going into the match. He says he's the only one with the guts and the talent to defeat Crews and cap off the worst comeback story in WWE history as suddenly on the video screen behind him, Chucky, yes, the killer doll from the movies, says the match against Cruz will be a spin-the-wheel-make-a-deal match. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I, I don't like Grayson Waller. I don't like Chucky. I, the whole thing, how Grayson Waller's afraid of a, a psychotic doll on a, on a TV screen. I mean, it, it'd be one thing if Chucky was there. <laughs> but he's yeah, on a TV true. screen, clearly in another room, you know. <laughs> I mean, so, and pre-recorded. Right. What's it to be scared of, right? I mean, fuck. I mean, Grayson Waller is, is I mean... Frankly, he's just the Miz with a different personality. I mean, with his cartoonish antics and attitude, I don't know. He's he's too skinny for my taste. I, I don't. I'll, I don't I'll be like honest. Him. I'll be honest with you, man. Generally, I'll, I know all the up and coming Aussie wrestlers long before they ever make it to WWE. Right? Mm-hmm. He was not on my radar at all. I didn't have he a clue. Who the fuck? Oh, he he's wasn't. One, he's one of the guys they picked out of you know one of those tryouts. Uh, you know, he was a, he's a boxer or something. Really? You see, well, there you go. That's why I never heard of him. I never knew who the fuck he was. And then I'm thinking, what the fuck? He's a strain? Why don't I know about this guy, right? So now you answered that question. So thanks for answering that question. Now I know why I never knew him. So he was a boxer, apparently. Something like, yeah. I mean, that's why he does those those moves where he does the, the leg things where he goes from right, right. the knee. They definitely see something in him, though. I feel like they like him over there for whatever fucking reason, man. Well, he's, he's got a big personality and he sells. I, I just don't like his personality, but people are like, right. well, you're not supposed to like a heel's personality. But I, to he's, me... He's more annoying. I, yeah, I, I find him more annoying than, than, you know... Like, I want to me, I want him off the screen, but I, I get it. I mean, listen, if you put on 25 pounds, you know, you know I, I'd probably be okay with him. Yeah, I'm still... The jury's still out for me with him. I mean... So far, so good, I guess, in the way they're booking him. But like, I'm not. I'm saying for his perspective, not mine. Not that I agree with it. But uh, I, f- I feel like they see something in him. I guess he could be something on the main roster. But again, he's still too small. Unless he beefs up, at the very least, maybe we'll we'll have something. But yeah, the but dude's still out with him. His personality and Duke Hudson's body. They, they'd have oh, some. Duke Hudson is the most boring fucking big. Guy, terrible. I don't even. Is he fired yet, or is he still under contract? Every time, I, every time I'm sure he's fired, he shows up again. So, fuck. I get it. He's legit seven foot tall, right? Like legitly, right? No, I think he's six five ish. No, no, no. He's legit. He's legitly seven foot tall. I, I kid you not. He's not. All right. I mean, I'm telling you, dude. Well, anyway, I'm the telling you, is- we all saw Jake Atlas's drunk tape before the cops. Well, he's before he got arrested, and his boyfriend is Duke Cuts, and he said he's six foot five in jail. What? Wait, 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 whoa, 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 hold up. Is Duke Hudson gay? <laughs> he's either gay or bi. Okay. I mean, so I didn't know them two were a fucking thing. Yeah, not I don't that know if it matters, but like, they were. Oof. Anyway, um, let's just move just on from that. It's at least 50, 50. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, you have to live in this century. There there are people who can have different <laughs> lifestyles than yours, and it shouldn't threaten you. No, no, no. It's not that. It, this right, is a teachable but... moment. <laughs> don't, don't bring the heat on this me. This is man. what we call but... the teachable moment. 
I just didn't know that. Uh, but it makes sense now that I think about it. Jake Atlas, he looks obviously, you know, he's obviously whatever. Anyway, let's just move on. But uh, Hudson, that's weird for me. I didn't expect that. But it doesn't surprise me at the same time. Anyway, we go back to the ring. It does surprise because... me. His sense is so bad. Yeah, I guess. The way he rolls up the sleeves in that weird way and has his collar laugh, I mean. He sucks, bro. He needs to get fired immediately. Like, in my opinion, if he's still under contract. I'm pretty sure he still is. I Just get rid of this guy. I think they're trying to give it some time before they start releasing people. I mean, listen, I have I have a fairly ample list of, of, of people they should give up on, both main roster and oh, There's a lot. I mean, and let's be honest, bro. Speaking of the main roster. go in alphabetical order because it starts with Aaliyah. <laughs> well, where's she be? She get rid of her. She's good looking. That's it. She, That's all she's good for. She claims she's injured. Yeah, bullshit. I call bullshit on that one. And uh, also, get rid of Hit Row already. Fuck it. I said it. It's pretty soon, but uh, well, uh, Ashante would come after Aaliyah. So <laughs> Ashante needs to really get the fuck out of here, I, man. I, I would not get rid of Bfab. I would try her out as a backstage interviewer. She, she's certainly better than Byron Saxon. And absolutely, and Adonis is actually not bad in the ring. I just need to see more personality out of him. Small guy. Well, there's a lot of him. That's the thing. I'd rather have, I'd rather keep top dollar and just have him as an enforcer that loses matches but still can beat people up backstage. Yeah, yeah, why not? That's big and has a personality. But, uh, well, he's getting jobbed out to little guys now. Yeah, but that's in the wrestling ring, not not right. backstage. Like that, now where the now where he's supposed to be the big Bubba Rogers, Mister Hughes type. Well, he's definitely. I don't think you ever get on that level. Even I mean, come on. I'm not even saying he should. I'm just saying as long right. as he, you know, and as long as he can, you know, do a couple power moves in in the ring, and then the and then the babyface beats him up. Yes, they have to beat the bodyguard to get to the the boss. Yeah, no, I agree. That could be something. We can call him the big dollar guy or something instead of big boss man. I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> think you should give up on six foot seven, you know, and taller people so easily. I mean, he's I mean, got personality give, too, in some ways. So yeah, I, I would give on. I would give up on Shanky uh, a lot more quickly than I would give up on on, <sighs> on Top Dollar. Actually, speaking of the of Shanky, and I won't get into it fully, but the Indian guys impressed me on NXT. I'll just say that. Yes, hey, I said it. You. Can you oh believe God. it? Can you believe it? I can't you, believe you I said that. Gro- you've grown and evolved as a person since I've known you. Wow. Thank you, India. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're back in the ring to find out who D'Angelo selected for stacks. And holy shit, Jeff, it was Shinsuke Nakamura. I was legitimately shocked. I was shocked too, but I mean, see, this is where you are hiring a mercenary. Tony D'Angelo is the type that gave some, some payola for it. And Shinsuke didn't make any sense. Like, this is where, like, I don't know. Like, come on! I don't know who would make sense here. Like, I don't know. Like, even like Shelton Benjamin makes sense because he hasn't been doing much and he's a tough guy and everyone respects him. I don't understand it, man. I love Shelton, especially today's Shelton. I, I, I'd so love to see him more often on but, television for whatever reason. They don't use him. But, but even his most recent character was the Hurt Business, and their business was they would take money for things at, at times. Absolutely, anyway, right. remember when they took money to to be security for yeah. against Retribution? Absolutely. Um, so I so Shinsuke caught me by surprise. So, but getting past the story, which made no sense. I mean, yeah, it's good to see him. And then if he's going to be down there for a while, cool. And it was a good match. I'm not a hundred percent like I, I know it was our boy DT that actually you know spoke about this. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm 100% uh, convinced that they are going to keep him there. I'm not 100% certain. I haven't heard it from anyone else, but I will Nowhere say else. he does. I mean, his information is right a it's lot pretty, more often no. than it's wrong. So, I mean, You're credit right. creditors do. Uh, so he does have sources. Now, listen, things do change, and, and ideas may not be in stone, um, but... I could see it. I mean, they, they have an infusion of people, and if that's what they're investing, I, you know, you know, and like I said, Shinsuke is slowing down. He's in his he's in his mid forties. I think he's forty three, or is he forty four? I'm not. Sure. Is he really that that much older? Shit. Um, I'll, 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 I'll look it up. But but I know he's over forty, um, and he wrestled the hard. You know, he wrestled the hard way for you know the first fifteen he or so did. years. Fuck there. yes. If you watch so. his earlier stuff, dude, he was he was stiff as shit, bro. Um, he's forty two actually. Okay, so uh, you know, early forties. You know, I'm I'm a year or so off. I'm, I I aged him by about a year and a half. Um, he he turns forty three good... though in February, so it's not not long to go. Yeah. So I mean, listen, NXT is a good place from the the crowd will love it. It'll be the the wrestlers will love working with him. Um, and he can show them a different style uh you know which is probably a good thing you know for them you know especially if like they're gonna hire and listen i don't know if this is happening or not but if they're gonna hire bobby fish as a coach i mean they I'm wrestle that too, right. style so uh, you know i think those those could they could work off each other they could work with the same talent and you know figure out who 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 fits in that mold i mean for instance you know we're going to talk to him about him later but von wagner who does nothing for me maybe if they could teach him strong style maybe he could be convincing because right now like he just to me he's he's someone that i would have given up on by now right but i think they they obviously look at his size he's got a look let's be honest right he's very unique in his look too because he legitimately looks like a caveman i mean seriously he has a a look I, i wouldn't call it a good look though it's different though. Like you got to give him that. Yeah, it's not a good look. I agree, like, but like if his character was a barbarian, like or you know, like a Visigoth or a Viking, or you know, or if he was supposed to be a caveman, like he was thought <laughs> out and he was Encino man. Fine. Oh my god! <laughs> but what does that look do for him now? I, 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 I mean, I don't understand. Like if you, okay, forget Encino man. That's too car- cartoonish. But what if you said that like he was a you know from descended from the scythian war warriors of kyrgyzstan or something <laughs> hey and you, you could you pass for that in, you put him in like some sort of like mongol tatar warrior <laughs> attire you know okay then i oh, could sort boy. of get it i'm sure there's a million people going what the fuck is he talking about or that's just a stupid jeff and you know what you're not wrong i'm just i'm just stretching listen i said I'm, i would have give up, given up on him i'm just trying to play along well, he does have a famous daddy. I mean, sort of famous, I guess. Not I mean, famous. well, if you've been, you know, a pro wrestling fan as long as we have, you'd know who his daddy is, obviously. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Look, he I think that's a cowboy Wayne. Bloom. No, 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 Wayne, Wayne Bloom. Bloom. That's oh. right. It's Wayne yeah, Bloom. They were the the wrecking crew, or whatever. He kind of does look like his daddy. He looks like a fucking ugly version of his dad. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's how else I can fucking put it. I mean, I mean, as Mark Twain would say, that's the difference between catching the lightning and catching the lightning bug. I mean, his old lady must be one ugly thing, man. You know what? I, <laughs> I often refer to myself as an ugly version of uh, George Clooney. So, 
Hey, there you go. There you go. I can see it. I can see yeah, it. But right. yeah, sorry, George has got it way over you, bro. Agreed. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, he does look like his dad. I'm just looking at a picture of his old man, and he kind of does look like his dad. He just I yeah, mean, he's dead had more personality. Doctor D. David Schultz. Oof. Yeah, I can see the resemblance. I see where you where you're coming he's from. He's not even that big. He's like he's not thick. Yeah, nah, his daddy and Mike Ennis was actually bigger, man. Yeah. I'll say that. A Do lot you know bigger. bigger. My man Sanga. Damn, bro. I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie, he kind of imp- he kind of impressed me. I was like, what the fuck, man? I'm a Sanga man. He's huge, bro. Now I get it. I get it. I finally get it. Uh-huh. And and I'll and I'll say this: Via looked fucking good too, man. Just they looked like two big, mean, classy Indians. Dress for success. This is what I'm talking about with Duke Hudson. If Duke Hudson dressed like that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, his personality is not there. No, no, he's not there. But he, but he doesn't even have a fashion sense. Yeah, and not just that. I don't like the way he talks either. Like I know that sounds no, weird. Let me be clear. I don't like anything about him. All I was saying is that Grayson Waller had his physique. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, Different he, story. He better, and even the face. His face, is, there's nothing wrong with his face. I mean, he's actually better looking than Grayson Waller, but he's got no personality. He's such a, he's such a dud. That I mean, actually, the, if I was going to take someone who's not an NXT with a similar height, but a better build, I would go with Dak Draper, who is actually Kelly Kincaid, Quinn McKay's husband in real life. Oh, so, really? I mean, his wife already works for the company. He's six foot five. He was on Ring of Honor. He's been working NWA now. So he's got TV experience. He's six foot five, and he's bigger than both those guys. I mean, I mean that's someone that I would, you know, pull from the Indies and bring in, and I'd put more gas behind him than Duke Hudson or, or uh, um, uh, Von Wagner. Well, speaking of Wagner, there's his daddy there on the right. <laughs> Neither one I mean, of them is anywhere near as bad looking as Von Wagner. I mean, they both um, look that's like what human I'm saying. Hey, you know what? They look like two fucking, you know, metrosexual guys that will kick the shit out of you, bro. Back in those days. I don't know what the, I don't know what they, they, they look like magician's assistants is what they look like. But, <laughs> but, but neither one of them looks like they're from the Paleolithic era. I agree. That's what I mean. He's he's old lady must be one ugly thing, Jeff. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they, I mean they, get... they're like a throwback to like you know the Fantastics and the, and the fabulous ones. And I didn't like him back then, but I've grown to appreciate him a lot later for some reason. The old Hollywood blondes. I don't mean the Pillman, Steve Austin ones. I mean the ones before that, like Hollywood right. John Tatum and the Hustler Rip Rogers. Oh, absolutely! Shout out to Rip Rogers. He's also, you know, part of ChannelAttitude.com and Nami Media Group, Jeff. I know, but uh, I still haven't talked to him. I still haven't talked to Stevie uh, Richards. No, no, nobody wants yeah, to talk to it's, me. It's been, it's been a while. I, I need to get in touch with Stevie, man. I haven't spoken to him in quite a while, man. You, you like, used to be so. famous. You used to be useful. Now you're not useful, and I, I, my timing's always off. I, I caught you on. I caught you on your descent. Right. It's just, it's just hard, man. It's just hard, like having to do all this. Is it rock dealing with other things? Not that hard, but it's it's still hard. You know what I mean? But rock hard. He's rock hard, Jeff. Oh, well, well, let's rock on with the show. Let's rock on indeed. Uh, we move on. And, uh, oh, yeah, I'll just, I never said this, but Nakamura ends up, uh, Nakamura ends up defeating Stacks via pinfall 
But towards the end, Stax was clearly at his end. He goes out with pride, telling Shinsuke to bring it just before the Kinshasa. And that's when we get the one, two, three. But after the match, Tony D said, you showed guts. I didn't know you had. And Stax seemed proud of his underlying representing the family. Well, Tony. Uh, I'm sorry, Tony. Tony was proud of his underling representing the family. Sorry. I don't know if he's being face, if he's turning face, or or if this is just a I'm proud of you, kid. You showed your chops. Yeah, but, I'm uh, proud of you, kid. But if they're <laughs> if they're going to continue doing this wise guy mafia kind of thing, they need to get him more more thugs. I say bring back fucking the Brooklyn Brawl if you're going to do this shit. Why not? Yeah, well, I'd rather someone younger. <laughs> that's so, true too that's true that's true I mean I wouldn't mind true. if they had somebody older to like be like the, the manager or that, like right. the, the area or whatever um, but as far as wrestlers are concerned no. I mean they, listen I've seen a couple of the security guards that could pass for, for, for Goomba so you know you know obviously the ones that they're featuring you know can be can take the place of like two dimes and stacks before they could really wrestle and just be the thugs and you know right anyway Let's Daddy. move on anyway, Jeff. We get Nathan Fraser is talking with Axiom backstage about their series of matches. They're very happy with the three battles they had, and Axiom is saying he'll cheer Fraser on in the North American title ladder match. Robert Stone and Von Wagner then show up to interrupt them and say none of what they did will matter because Wagner is winning the title this weekend. Fraser wants to get things going now, but Axiom keeps him calm. Can I ask you, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Axiom is so funny and trippy at the same time for me, man. He wears a mask, but he talks very like he reminds me. You know the old Spice guy in the commercials. Yes, he kind of reminds me of him, but with the mask, with the Axiom mask on. It's weird. I mean, it's weird. He's a superhero who's great at math. I, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, what the I fuck? Don't understand the correspondence there? I just, I mean. I don't. I, I mean, I guess he can calculate the angles for his attacks. I mean, I guess that that's that's <sighs> the that's the connection. But that's about as thin as it comes. Um, is he is he Latino? Is he a Latino heritage or is he black? I'm not too sure. I don't know his heritage, but he's he's British. He's from NXT UK. What Axiom? Yeah, it, it, it's, really? He's a kid. He's a kid. Wow. I didn't know. Damn, yeah. <laughs> that's weird. I gotta look that. I gotta look into that. That's weird. Yeah, so I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, they, these two together. I mean, you know, it, I mean, I wish they would just become a tag team already, because um, it seems like if if they're not going to bring Nash Carter back in or wh- whatever is what's his real name and uh, you know, something Wentz. Who are you talking about? Uh, Wesley's old partner, Nash oh, Carter. Pff. That's it, bringing, Nash Carter. Yes. Yeah, if they're not bringing him back, I mean, these two guys are, seem to be the most natural oh, uh, dude. MSK type of tag team. Do you know who Axiom is? Hey, kid. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just I realized it. Oh, what the fuck? I didn't click. That's even more weird, dude. Hey, <laughs> kid is Axiom. I, did, I never really, and he's from Madrid, Spain, by the way, which I would have never known. That's even more cool. weird. All right. Oh, Madrid, go. Spain. What the fuck, man? What's wrong with Madrid, yeah. Spain? No, no, no. It just it didn't. Sa- he didn't really sound like he was from Spain. But we got a few comments. Uh, hey, on YouTube <laughs> by Kevin Panetta himself, Mister Sexy Time. He needs a big thug. I don't oh, know who he's referring thug. to. He's talking about too many Tony midges- Okay, I thought so. 
too many midgets on this show. Right. He's the size of a kid. <laughs> I hey, see kid. what he did there. A kid, right. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Why Hitler went? Well, he, he had a picture of himself where he took a picture of himself with the Hitler mustache doing his dick. Oh, yes, you're right. Natch Carter did. Yeah, that's what got him released. Right, right, exactly. You're, you're spot on. Anyway, um, we get the next matchup, though, Jeff. Sure. Between Alba Fire versus Sonia Deville. Can I just say, Alba Fire, man. Oh, man, she's so... I can't stand her head, bro. I said it. I'm, I'm with you. I don't, she doesn't do anything for me. I mean, I, I recognize that she's a competent female wrestler, but I don't. Her, her personality doesn't do anything for me. And she's got like a lot of creases in her face. Like she looks like she's ten. Yeah, I think she is absolutely. Um, but you know, the, the the whole thing with Sonya Deville stepping in for Mandy Rose was fine, and her with the Made sense. attraction. I mean. I don't know. They, you know, they dress so much differently than she does. It didn't. It didn't really jive. Like Mandy Rose works with it, but that's not Sonya's character. I mean, that, Tony D'Angelo could use Sonya Deville. Like that. That. that like she, she, you know. Oh she could, God! Can you imagine that? Sure. Uh, you know, her real last name isn't Deville. I mean, she is Italian. Um, right. No, she is right. That's true. I mean. So is Mandy. So is Liv Morgan. So is Mandy. So is Liv Morgan. I know they're all fucking Italians, dude. I mean, Jesus. Why is there so many of them frigging in today's professional wrestling? Uh, and they still use fake Italians in an Italian group. I don't uh, get it. You know, you know, Italian women like to fight. <laughs> they watch do. the Real Housewives of Jersey, one. don't you? <laughs> no, I don't watch you, it, but I know of it. Teresa Giudici in, as, a, oh, as, a, boy. As, as a... Or Michelle, uh, Melissa Gorga. Well, true story. I've been into a fight before, literally, where I got jumped by. This is in indoor soccer years ago. Miss Miss D over here, she actually jumped in. I'm like, what the fuck are you Douglas? doing? Like, yeah, Douglas. Now you match, she beat the shit out of you, and nah, then she nah. said, hey, you're kind of cute, but you're a <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, not exactly, man. <laughs> anyway, let's, let's move on from that. Yeah. She beats me up all the time. But anyway. Uh, let's go back to Amber Fire versus Sonya Deville. This match is kind Oh, yeah, sorry. What did I call her? What did Amber I say? Pretty oh. sure it's a porn star. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, Alba Fire. Wouldn't it make sense if she was Amber Fire, though, if you know what I, I, I mean? Think, I think Alba is really, literally, a Scotswoman. Really? Is that what it means? I think so. Well, I dig F. Um, no, no, nevertheless, though, to my surprise, Alba Fire ends up beating Sonya Deville um, in a pretty good match, pretty hard hitting. I mean, that baseball bat is so gimmicked. It's ridiculous. I hate it. It looks light. Why does it have to be red? Yeah, but it's just so cheesy, dude. I'm agreeing. I don't dig baseball bats in wrestling. They're, they're rarely used well, and and they're played out. I mean... You know, she should, if she's going to be, you know, all I'm a Pict or a Scott or some sort of Celtic warrior and come in with some sort of Celtic weapon. Anyway, it doesn't matter because the whole point was is for us to, to, to believe that she's going to beat Mandy Rose, which she is not. Mandy is going to eclipse the, the one year 365 day mark and she's going to break the record and she's going to be NXT women's champion for eternity. Okay, that last <laughs> one may not be correct. But. But, but Mandy Rose came in and 
Talk about fire. Well, Kev says in the chat on YouTube, it's saying girls get fat though once they get married, they cook too much. Manja, manja, Kevin. Manja, manjare. Not, not the real housewives <laughs> of New Jersey, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, because their men won't let them get fucking fat. That's why. Not the rich ones. So. <laughs> manja, manjare. You got to watch your well, bravo like I do. <laughs> but you know what? He does have a point, though. Let's be honest. Listen. All people get fat when they get married, or most people that's get true. fat when they get married, especially in America, because that's what we do. And we still oh, well, we're right rap. behind you. We're right behind you. Uh, I mean, Jeff. Just we're number two. You're just fat in America, anyway. <laughs> I guess hey, you, there's some truth to it. But anyway, let's go back because after the match, after the numbers game caught up with Elba, she was overwhelmed. Then over the loudspeakers, the theme hit, and Rose made her return. She had a mic and said she's going to fight fire with fire. God. And she, I know, how dumb, right? And how typical and no, stereotypical. Not, not, I'm not talking about anything she said. I, I didn't hear any words. I didn't oh, hear any okay. words. I didn't notice she was blonde because it took me like 15 minutes to realize she had a head. <laughs> oh, God, Jeff. Anyway, and she she's a fucking bombshell. I mean, fuck. Let's but be honest. She was wearing? Oh, man. I mean, she looks stunning every time, bro. Her and Scarlett are going to be in this who's more Sable than Sable oh, contest, and I, I, I am I'd here rather, for it. Dude, I'd rather Mandy over over Scarlett any day, bro. You're not getting either, so what's the difference? Just enjoy it. that's true. Just enjoy <laughs> the copia. But I'm just saying, Mandy is so much... Uh, there's something about Scarlett that... I mean, she's hot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, there's just are. something off. I don't know, man. There's something off about it, too. As, I think it's that Romanian look, bro. You know, I hate that real slavvy look, if you get my drift. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. But she's hot. Don't get me wrong. It's just... You know, Mandy's however better. slim it is, there's a better chance that Scarlett's watching us than Nandy Rose. That's true. That's true. Shout-outs to... Well, we don't. I didn't mention her last name, so we could be talking about any Scarlett for you, know. Oh, right. So you're obviously the best <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we're talking about Hollywood here, not fucking wrestling. Talking about Will about Scarlet that. from Robin Hood. You've always hated. <laughs> I've always hated that one. But anyway, she plans to be more callous, more vicious, and more ruthless. Jeff, as she mm -hmm. was saying this, Fire was single-handedly fighting off the three women in the ring. Mandy just kept powering through. Once the ring was clear, Mandy got in, but Elba had a baseball bat and kept her at bay, and that was just. That was it, I guess. I mean, then we're going to get the crescendo at uh, Halloween Havoc. But anyway, we get a quick jump backstage and Wesley and Oro Menza are chatting it up when Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams show up out of nowhere and a big brawl breaks out. Cut to the ring and they're now fighting up at the stage and then we cut to a commercial and we're back. It's right into the match itself, which is Wesley and, and uh, Menza Versus Kamala Hayes and Trick Williams. I didn't mind this match, Jeff. No, this was a fun little match. I mean, I, I like uh, I like Carmelo. I'm I'm liking Trick more and more. Like I told you, he's he's bulked up. He started as he a, a big that was ripped, and now he's getting bigger and he's still ripped. Um, you know, he, he's someone that that Grayson Waller should take a page from his book. You know, as to what he's doing. Um, and yeah, Booker T I loves mean, these guys just quietly. What's that? Booker T loves Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, man. What's not to love? I mean, Carmelo no, Hayes is fantastic. And Absolutely. when I'm saying that about a short wrestler, 
you know, then then you, you know it's real. I mean, he's got that natural charisma. He's got that Carrie Ool's Errol Errol Flynn kind of face that that can be a cocky heel, yeah. but can also be the you know the the cocky baby face that that sure. can back it up. He's confident. He can be charming. So no, he's great. Then I don't know. I mean, you know, the the rest of the guys in this match work pretty well. I mean, Wesley is that that underdog baby face. Uh, True. I'm not so sold on Oral Menza. Uh, you know, his name is awful. Uh, <laughs> Oral you know, Menza. He's, he's another undersized guy, but he's, you know, he's, he's from Cameroon or Ghana or something. So Ghana, like, Ghana. I, I guess I they like the international aspect to it. But, I mean, he's okay. He works with these guys. I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's just another. Who's the odd one out pretty much in this match? He's just another, he's just not a flippy guy, but he's, I mean, he's further along than the average new wrestler i see i well i used to see an nxt 2.0 now they've got so many of these uk guys who've been wrestling for you know jeez don't they ever man yeah it's too many really but uh way too many i mean i mean there's too many aew style wrestlers for me i mean i will i'll take a you know a cross or a sangha any day over you know five of these little flippy dudes but uh you know (laughs) but uh, yeah, but Carmelo is one of those exceptions for me, and and I could get behind Wesley. I mean, Wesley seems like, like if you had to pick someone to be the replacement for Rey Mysterio as the un- undersized underdog, scrappy face that's always fighting from underneath, I would probably say Wesley. Yeah, for sure. No, I can see that. Uh, Kev says also in the chat, man, he took two weeks off from the gym and dieting too after the passing of a. Oh shit! No shit! I didn't know that. How did he die, Kev? Tell us in the chat. Do you know, well, I, Jeff? I, yeah, I knew he passed away. I don't know what from, but uh, I, I don't know about the two weeks off from the gym and then died. I guess she, ugh. Phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, shit, she should come out to the song something like a phenomenal. Yeah, I don't mean Hello, Cool J. Yeah, no, no, I know what Mr. you mean. Mr. Soccer Mom hair either. <laughs> no, not that phenomenon guy. I mean, you know, the phenomenal guy, shall I yeah. say. Um, there's only one thing I'm worried about with uh, Hayes and Williams, though, Jeff. And I feel like they're, talk your they're talk. pretty... Well, no. I, I think they're very close to getting moved up to the main roster. It's any any month now they're going to be on the main roster. I just They're more than ready at this point. Well, I hope they move them to Raw if that's the case. Yeah, they'll suit Raw much better. But I'm worried they're going to become crime time 2.0, bro. Uh, well... Think about it. I mean, Trick is, you know, what's it called? Um, oh, my God. How did I forget his name, bro? The one that passed away. Gaspar. Gaspar. Shad Gaspar. He's going to be, the, you know, Shad. And, unfortunately, uh, Carmelo will be like Because he reminds me of JTG, just with way more charisma. They're, I mean, honestly, they're, they're both better than, than those guys were wrestling. I mean... But um, I don't know. I mean, these are characters that they've chosen and picked. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think they're going to be as dated. I think they're just, you know, sort of the, the, the cool grinder types. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I well, mean, I, then I, again. Personally I, personally, I find Hit Rose act to be much worse and the Street Profits, you know, name to be more offensive. <laughs> well. Well, to be fair, do you think, um, speaking of Hit Row, do you think they should be sent back to NXT? They need a bit more seasoning? I think they do. I don't know. 
I mean, I mean, shit. I mean, I mean Williams and uh, Williams and Carmelo, I think, are way above them. I, I don't. I don't think Hit Row has has done particularly well, but I mean, I, I don't know that you just bring someone back and put them on, and then send them right back. I mean that. I mean, it's the same true too. thing I, right. I was saying about Austin Theory earlier. I mean, it's it's a huge demotion. You might as well just release them. Um, I mean, yeah, no, that's not like anybody was trying to hire them. They were unemployed for a year. <laughs> Good point. Well, after the match, uh, after Hayes and Williams defeats uh, Lee and Menza via pinfall, they kept battling after the match with the heels refusing to stop. Von Wagner then comes out of nowhere with a big boot to Hayes, only to get laid out by Nathan Fraser out of nowhere himself. And, uh, yeah, Nathan Fraser, man, I, he's just so plain, bro. I think that's his whole character. He's a good, the good-natured plain guy. I mean, but he he's he. I think his character is actually Vanilla Midget. Well, the interesting <laughs> thing might be whenever he turns heel, if he does, to see if he can pull that off. But listen, Nathan Frazier is one of those good hand guys. I mean, he's he's not going to be. He's a, all right, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to be a star. He's just going to be one of those guys, you know. And you know, and then there'll be people who love him, like people love Ali, you know. But you know, he's, he ain't doing anything. Well, yes, Kev, JTG is much better now than he used to be. In terms of body size, he's huge compared to when, yeah. you know, he was in WWE. But as far as everything else, I'm not quite sure yet. You know what I mean? And Hit Row is definitely floundering badly right now. So, yeah, it is what it is. But um, anyway, Jeff, let's move on because we cut to the back. And uh, we cut a promo with the, with the dyad. We cut to a promo with the dyad. As Joe Gacy is upset with hypocrisy running rampant in NXT calling Cameron Grimes the poster boy for it he recruited the OC and that's disappointing but no mass of humanity will stop them from tearing him down uh, what do you think of this little promo Joe Gacy tries those other two he guys tries. are zeros I hate the diet dude get rid of this guy is he British by the way who the diet I think they're Scottish Ah, the same shit. They're still British anyway. I mean, you know, they're okay. part of the they're part of the UK, are they not? So I mean, technically, yes, they're, part of, they're part of the UK, but I mean, you know how that is. They're like separate. They're like semi. I know. I know. States. Yes, that's true. But they're still anyway. Who cares about I, that? I don't understand that whole Great Britain thing. I, I just it doesn't make a bit of sense to me. Yeah, that makes two of us. But no, nevertheless, the dyad get rid of him and his partner. Fuck off. I can't stand either one of those two. The diet just tries too hard. He, he's not scary. He's not even big. He's just nothing to me. Right. I must they, have they, they should have given him two monsters. You know, like like if, if he had Veer and Sango, though actually they speak pretty well for themselves. Um, they fucking do. <laughs> They're very classy too at the way they speak English, which is odd. Like there's like a bunch of people who can't speak for themselves and Joe Gacy would be better suited with them. Actually, he's perfect because, because he, you know, perfect. He he'll look well. good with two big guys behind him, though. And, and he's think. a pretty good wrestler, and he could be like Keenan. He could he could take bumps and 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 be a spokesperson as well, and occasionally win, but mostly lose. But then the monsters come and they beat the fuck out of you. No, I agree. Like I, I can see that. Ellering was, you know, back in the, uh, you know, when he was younger. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I agree, one hundred percent, man. Bring back um, my AOP. Bring back my AOP. I've, I've, I've got a, I've got a notion. 
<laughs> well, as we come back from commercial, we get Brom Baker. Uh, Brom Baker. Brom Breaker is interviewed backstage, and he said he's down to fire things up again tonight and run through people. Yeah. He asked what he can expect to see from his appearance on the KO show tonight, and he put Kevin over, uh, Kevin Owens over big time. I think he put him way too over personally. But anyway, saying something incredible always goes down on those shows. And he expects the same for tonight. That's he also he said, Jeff. Those shows. Right. Well, he also mentioned that he's never missed a KO show ever. Bullshit, Bron. Well, Just sorry. saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. Anyway, we've shown a graphic telling us all three participants in the triple threat title match this weekend will be guests later on on the KO show. You know what, Breaker? Show me the DVD collection or you're lying. <laughs> there you go. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know you hate Seth Rollins, but tell me this wasn't funny when he saw John Cena for the first time in a long time and he walks in and it's like, <laughs> you got to love that, dude. He has no redeeming features. I'm just saying. Right. I'm all set with Seth Rollins. All set. Oh, man. Well, anyway, let's move on. Uh, we get the next match, and it's a six-man tag team match between the Schism versus Cameron Grimes and Luke Gallows and Carl Anson in the Good Brothers. I enjoyed this match, dude. I felt all all six guys actually worked pretty well together. It, it wasn't bad. Um, Doc Gallows, I mean, his his kicks are weird. Like, he, he clearly doesn't thrust them. He just he clearly just raises his leg up yeah. I mean it's it's like he's not even really trying that hard I don't know it's like it, it's like tell it, it's like if Baron Corbin and the warlord had a kid it, it would come out to be Doc Gallows oof, oof. well look I've always said this over the years and I'm a fan of Gallows and Anson make no mistake about it but they're the poor man version of the outsiders let's be honest dude <laughs> I mean I mean they're like the busted, broke outcast. <laughs> what were the untouchables called in India? The lowest caste, whatever that is. That that's the, they're like beggars on the street. Poor man oh, version of the outsiders. God. But but look, but I'm still fans of theirs though. But they are definitely the poor man's version of the outsiders. Especially Gallows is like the biggest poor man's version of Nash. If I ever seen one, you know what I mean. And if I'll he, just say, Nash does better he, kicks. If you just take this part of his face, he does look like Kevin Nash. Like, if you just take like, his eyes and nose. Yeah, um, yeah but... I agree. Yeah, you could play the fake Diesel, Jeff, as a matter of fact. <laughs> well, that makes sense, to an extent. Um, I don't know. Just but, put a wig but, on him, you know, with long hair and, and a goatee, and you're you're off to the races, man. I mean, how many different days and different ways can I say it? I, I, I don't, I'm not particularly interested in the, the OC. I mean... So. I know, I know, but, but the I'm happy fun. they're back in WWE. But it was, yeah. Well, Grimes and Gallows and Anson end up defeating the schism. And, uh, as well, after the match, it was kind of funny to me because uh, they're basically like, where's the money? <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, Grimes is like, Like he oh, showed got them the it, money 30 it. minutes before. Well, it's, it's, it was dopey. Yeah, I know, but they keep complaining. But we want the money now. You know what I mean? <laughs> what, they're supposed to wrestle with it in his trunks? Shut up, you turd. Good true. Ah, that's true, fucking bullies. God damn it, I'm sure they got paid. <laughs> well, anyway, we move on from that to your guys, actually. In V Mahan was interviewed backstage. 
He asked what he whispered in Sanger's ear last week. V refuses to answer, saying it was just for Sanger and no one else. And Sanger showed up and said, he's ready to listen. <laughs> v was very pleased. Hey, brother. And V was very pleased and walked off with him. They looked great. I, I won't lie. I I'm going to give credit where credit's due. What they're going to look like in the ring is another story, but uh, we'll see where they go. I will say this. Do you know what Sanger means? In Australian, um, no, no, no. I'm talking about. I'm talking about it in terms of Australian. Uh, what do you call it? Slang. Like, it's it, slang. Yes, I don't even know why I couldn't think of that word. But uh, yeah, in Aussie slang, do you know what a sanger is? Um, your mom. Take a guess. No. One more guess. Uh, pussy. Sandwich. It's not bad. Literally, so it's, instead of saying uh, sandwich, just, you say yeah, sanger. I want good. a sanger. Yeah, sure. well, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to eat a sanger, for example, instead okay. of a sandwich. <laughs> so, yeah, just putting it out there. Um, so, yeah, every time I... Sorry? Can do. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's my issue, though. Every time I hear sanger's name, I think of sandwiches, damn it. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of sandwiches, we get Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark are backstage. At a table signing the contracts for the women's tag team title match. Mm -hmm. The champs also put pen to paper and we're told the match will happen next week. They talk some trash to each other before Carter and Chance walk out, saying they're better they're a better team and they will win next week. Um Zoe Stark, I will say she doesn't look as much of a meth head as she used to, but she still looks like a meth head, no less. I'm yeah, sorry I said it. She's doing something to to fade out the the bags under her eyes, but um and the zits too. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, but it, it is what it is. Zoe Stark had a not Zoe Stark. And the key of the lines had a very interestingly designed shirt. She did a lot of uh, cleavage showing uh, in this segment. How that was designed and how the thing there stood. I mean, I imagine that that sternum piece must have been very uncomfortable. Uh, I don't know. It's... <laughs> Nathan Fraser, midget hand guy. But this one's even better. Zoe Shart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's ugly, man. Oh. You know what Shart means? Shart means sandwich. Does it really? I have no idea. Well, I was going to say. Anyway, uh, I, I assume I know what that means, what he said, man. It's pretty obvious. But uh, Nikita Lyons, man, Um, I, I get why everybody's fucking in love with her, right? She's thick. I get it. Don't get me wrong. I hate the way she talks, but bro. Yeah, her, her promos are not great. Her voice is not great, but she's got a. She sounds like a little girl, man. She's got a different look, and she's a she's a. I mean, when I say big, I'm not talking about the thick. I mean, she is thick, but she's she's also tall. She's a, she's big and broad. She's thick, she yeah, yeah, she's very thick and tall enough for yeah, sure. I mean, like she's like Tamina, except she's got skills. Much you know, better than Tamina, right? Absolutely. Um, so. Yeah, I think she's got a bright future. I, yeah, I agree with her. I mean, she can't do anything really about the way she speaks. Well, maybe she can oh. if, she, if she took a, you know, if she took some enunciation classes or adopted a character with a different voice, which is fine. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, listen. Is she overrated, Jeff? Huh? Is she overrated, you think? Uh, in what way? Like looks-wise? Not in looks. No, no, no. Not in looks. Not I mean, she's I think not she my type throw... either, but you know what, Jeff? You'd throw it in, bro. Come on. After a couple of drinks, oh, you'd definitely throw it in. <laughs> that, is, that is hardly the standard to go by. <laughs> I 
fit. You know what? And that's me being harsh, as a matter of fact, because she's a lot better looking than that. She, you, you don't even need a couple of jeans. Yeah, but mean, I mean, that, that that's really not the standard to use. Like Jeff, if you were single and drunk, I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, bro? Go, well, Kev says in the chat, go to a bar in Philly. That's how most girls talk. Ugh, really? I don't know what's up with you guys in Philly, man, and girls. <laughs> but uh, geez, man, well, do they look like? Now Sorry? we know why Kevin is uh, still single in Philly. <laughs> oh boy, I don't blame you. How most girls in Philly look, I think not. <laughs> so, Let, anyway, let's hope they don't look like Zoe Stark. I, I think she's a little bit overrated because people are physically attracted to her. But but I, I but I don't think it's all hype. I mean that that spinning back kick she has looked awesome. Uh, Absolutely, and her, and her finishing move, the the split looks good. And people no, like a sure. split. So, no, I, I, I don't really think she's really overrated. I think that she's a good prospect. People who want to put the title on her now and have no. her on the main roster right away, yeah, I mean, they're overrated, but that, that's a typical wrestling fan. They they want everyone to, to have everything at, at all times. No, I agree, for sure. Uh, I will say this. I think without makeup, though, she wears so much makeup, I think she wouldn't look as hot as she does, but... Uh, well, Whatever, man. The beautiful Elsa La Sicaria that I do, so. Yeah. yeah, well, absolutely. Well, that's true. I mean, Natural come on. beauty. Natural beauty. Well, we move on from that into uh, Julius Creed and Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp, get. Uh, once I hear him talk, that's it. I'm lost. But anyway, I'll get to that. Uh, we're given the picture in picture interview treatment. As Creed said, he feels pressure is a privilege. And he's nervous about his brother's career being in his hands, but their parents raised him to do the right thing and will get the job done as Kemp laughs at him and starts talking, but Creed tells him to shut up and he's getting payback soon enough. Kemp then gets the chance to talk and calls him an arrogant loser who is jealous. And what is there to be jealous of? Everything. Ha, fair enough. Right? I mean, shit. Anyway, Kemp says Julius is going to get to this work on Saturday. He says maybe he'll hit Julius in the back 10 times with a chair like he did his brother. Julius also comes back and says Damon peaked in high school and he's not even the best athlete in his own family. Kemp's comeback was, was to laugh and crack jokes about Julius not drinking enough milk. As Julius ends by saying there's no remorse and no sympathy and the only thing he'll feel this weekend is the ambulance door when he's shutting it. Kemp then promises to put his brother in the unemployment line because he's going to need a jobby job. Yeah, Jeff. Julius is a little bit raw, but I think he's going to get there. Um, Damon he was Kemp. much better than Kemp. Kemp oh. is shocking. Dude, the way he looks and the way his voice sounds, it just doesn't match. Well, he, he looks like Homicide, but he speaks like Keith Lee. <clears throat> yeah, no, but he also speaks like Mike Tyson, sort of. Like, he's got that squeaky oh. sort of, like... He is not I don't a know, speaker. bro. He sounds like a nerd. I don't know, man. Yeah, he's, but he doesn't look like the type, though. You know he speaks like? He sounds like Roderick Strong. Yeah. He's okay, like boring, like Roderick Strong. It's, just, it's, it's like there's no intensity or, or fire in his voice. And he's not intimidating enough looking. He's not, you know, the physical presence where he can just speak, you know, doesn't have to do any yeah. sort of inflection and you're intimidated. <clears throat> so... Yeah, I, I'm not nearly that behind Damon Kemp. Um, hopefully his brother does better. That's all I can say. Well, I, well, we'll get into predictions shortly, but anyway, I won't no, I mean, bother Damon saying Kemp's it. Brother. 
Right, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. In this, anyway, like I said, we'll talk about that later. But next, we get Alicia Taylor introduces us to the host of Halloween Havoc. It's Shotzi, Jeff. She rides in on her tank to a big ovation. Everyone's happy as hell to see her back in NXT again. Surprise! They chant "Welcome home" at her. If there is one WWE superstar that screams Halloween, it would be Shotzi. Um, she she hosted. Didn't she host Halloween Havoc in 2020? She did, yeah. Right, and it was one of... Excuse me. And it was one of the most (laughs) horrifyingly badass days of her life, apparently. So this Saturday, we've got to go even more balls to the wall. And she said, I get the final piece of my costume this Friday when Raquel and I win the WWE Tag Titles off Damage Control. And no, you're not, girls. I'm sorry. And I'm going to make this year's Halloween Havoc the most terrifying extravaganza in NXT history cool I like Shotzi I mean you know they don't utilize her that much mm. on the main roster so why not utilize her here in this role that she's you know succeeded she's great before. man she was another one that they didn't announce that was going to be on the show ahead of time I mean I'm not saying that like 200,000 people would have tuned in just for that but I mean you know they they Obviously, they were holding some things back, and, and there was no reason. I mean, like the Tony D'Angelo thug was supposed to, that was supposed to be a surprise, but it, it's yeah. you know, it's not like they were, you know, leading you to believe that there'd be five or six surprises. So, you know, obviously they were hedging their bets on you know really being you know I, the report from Dave Meltzer that got re-reported a lot of times. I, I think was typical Dave Meltzer nonsense i think he added the word determined as, as opposed to sure they'd like to they'd like to win this and they think that there's some factors that could help them do so um you know and then they put you know his spin on it anyway um cool i'm you know I, listen i don't think that the show needs a host but they have done this for like three or four years i remember last year was uh la knight and um uh, grayson waller were co-hosts yeah and the year before was Shotzi and then Ember Moon, uh, which was oh, the yes. werewolf thing. So yeah, let her yeah. have fun. She's fun. It's a, you know, it's listen. It's an NXT show. It's going to be two and a half hours to three hours. She can only help move it along. Oh, for sure, man. Well, during her little thing in the ring, you know that she's brought out her great costume. You know her costume's going to rock, dude. Shotzi, I, I love her because she's so she she look she's not typical like she made green look good on the cheek bro like do you know what i mean when really you know, green on the girl just is like yuck but for her she makes it work bro no, I, th- I mean i think she makes that thing work except occasionally her moves but no i, I mean i you know no, her moves suck bro she hurts herself every time in the damn ring and always has even in the indies but, oh for sure listen i i you can't really pretend that you actually know any of these folks but i get the feeling that like if you met her like at a party and like she knew that you weren't a creeper like it was a mutual friends party oh she'd be cool man but she'd be cool to hang out with for sure i agree man and speaking of filipinos and filipinas she's filipina what? dude what? I, I, no before hey you were speaking of us no before you mentioned how uh joaquin wild is not even mexican right yeah yeah so well she's also you know from well not from the philippines but of Philippine heritage, so she, putting it out there, yeah, uh, I mean, she is. She's part Asian, but uh, she looks Asian when you start looking. Once you know that she is that, you look at her, you you'll see it. Well, I never thought she was anything else. I just, you know, I mean, maybe at least you know a, a 
grandparent or a parent, but uh, no. No, she's full. She's not half. So, cool. yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Anyway, this brings out Zion Quinn, who's one of my boys from down my neck of the woods. Funny enough, big Aussie Samoan dude. That's he right. called it a- Looks great, loses every match. <laughs> I fucking can't stand I don't get it because I feel, and apparently, WWE is very high on Zion Quinn, but does it look like they're very high? I mean, he's got the look, bro. He does have the look. Uh, you know, he talks good too. I don't mind the way he speaks also, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I you know, I, I would love for every Samoan wrestler to be part of Roman's empire and, and, and he could be champion forever as long as they keep giving him more more and more thugs. Uh, you know, let him walk out with seven thugs. I'm, I'm perfectly content with that. I, I, well, I, I can yeah. do that for another three years. Um, Absolutely. I mean, does that mean even bringing, uh, what's his name, Jonah, also part of the bloodline? Because sure. he's an Aussie Samoan. He, he, absolutely. He, he, he could be part of that. He could be there here. Him, <laughs> him and Zion would be a... a, a oh, that'd be a team. good tag team, bro. Abs- you know what? I think that would be that would work. First thing Jonah needs to do is shave that stupid head of his because his, his, his hair true. is ridiculous. Um, I agree. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Sometimes the people you like, I mean, you, you, you need to see how they take losing. And if he's still professional and he's like, this is a job, but you tell me you lose, I lose. They, they might like that. And then it might be an entirely different character. Like him, I could see as like a hitman for hire. Like, I mean, it wouldn't have made sense for Tony, Absolutely. Tony to hire him from NXT with a losing record. Absolutely. But, him but in a suit, I could see it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, bro. I could definitely see that. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that would be uh, still pretty high on him. I just don't understand why they're not giving him that push yet. I don't know. He's got that martial arts background too, so. Uh, and he was a star rugby player too, man. Here in Australia, so uh, he was actually Australia very well known. Viola football. No, Which not is that like one. Rugby, completely different things. It's different thing. This is Which rugby. Is legit rugby. Exactly nobody. Well, it's rug. Well, apparently, funny enough, the league here, the rugby league over here, right? Mm-hmm. It's called NRL, National Rugby League, right? Oh, well, right. apparently, they're going to the states this year to have That's a game. Actually- Good. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Yeah, there's your info. I found that out today. Maybe and the Rock, the Rock is going to be the 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 guy to promote it. Actually, funny enough, which he does a lot already down here. He comes yeah. down here for certain games and does a lot of introductions. But anyway, yeah, he's he's going to be the guy to promote it in the states. Apparently, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's good. Well, he's got the X Factor and the XFL. So there you go. Well, there you go, exactly. Well, he called her the perfect host for Halloween Havoc and offered to be her co-host when he was done with his appeal, but before oh, she could awesome. respond, it's your favorite guy, Quincy yeah. Elliott. Um, it's the super I'm diva, on. Jeff. I'm taking bump, a break. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> Union hey, rules, you know this what? is my break time. Well, he hit the scene to say she's a ballsy girl and she needs a bona fide screen queen for a co-host. The crowd chanted for Quincy, Shotzi offered up an idea, Whoever wins the match they're about to have gets to be the co-host. And then we move on to Zion Quinn versus Quincy Elliott. And God damn it, Quincy Elliott ends up winning. Look, he's fun to watch, man. And he does it, not the bonsai job, but the diva drope. And that's all she wrote, Jeff. It was over. I mean, dreadful. Just dreadful. <laughs> he's a weird cat, man. Like, I'll, I'll say that, but for some fucking reason, 
I don't I don't know, man. He's I, I just don't, I don't mind it for some weird reason. It's funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. He's not that interesting, and his boobs are disgusting. Yeah, I know his boobs are fucking bad, man. Uh, like, either get a bra or like uh, like disgusting. Yeah, no, you're right. Why would they hire someone like this though, man? I don't get it. I have no idea. Like it's just weird, but but still, it's working for whatever reason. It's, somehow it's working, but uh, it I is what it no is. I have no idea. This feels like it's something that's forced. Like people decide they like Orange Cassidy just because it's different. I, I just, I just can't get behind this shit. He's just look. The one thing that concerns me about him really, he breathes heavily, man. Like during the match, where I yeah, feel I like why. I know. But I've seen big dudes that don't breathe like that. Thirty pounds. I mean, you know, of sagging tits, bro. Of sagging tits. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's, oh, yuck. I mean, but yeah, he, you're gonna look like this, or at least be six six. Fair point. How, how tall is he? I don't know. He was. He looked to be shorter than Zion Quinn, not by a lot. Oh, he wears lips. Well, so. Zion is pretty tall. Not like real tall, but like six four. I don't think he's six four. I think he might be like six two, but I would say Quincy is probably six one, six feet. Uh, I mean, he doesn't look like he's that tall. Guy. He's he's too fat to be. He's not tall enough to be that fat. <laughs> yeah, true. He's pretty fucking. He's it, like a bowl, bro. You know, I don't mind. You know, you know, Steve's always making fun of Otis how he's fat, and people always make fun of Keith Lee how he's fat. But they're like thick and big. You can tell they're big, strong people. No, for sure. Like, like, Actually. Quincy looks like a weak fat guy. Yeah, true. You know, well, like, Zion Quinn is six like two, big... by the way. Yeah, I'm not. Just saying, yeah. Anyway, he... but you're right. Tugboat was much better than Quincy. Come on. Like Abdullah the Butcher looked like a weak fat guy, whereas you know, I don't know. You know, like I get you. I, I, I feel like get... uh, Abby was overrated, man. Let's be honest. Who? Abby, Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say. Jeez, that's what they call him these days, bro. They call him Abby. No, no, no. I was going to cover Lily's ears. Well, anyway, after Elliot defeats Quinn, uh, after the match, Shotzi and Elliot danced in the ring as Walker smiled and looked on from the outside. As we go back to a Chase U check-in, Jeff. This guy, Hank Walker. Ugh, to him too. Well, Thea Hale is upset about Kiana James beating her. She wants another crack at her, but that's for after class, apparently, I, I Jeff. I want that so badly. I mean, I, I'm all <laughs> about Kiana James. And Thea Hale overacting also with her, her in the book. All of them, are their acting is fantastically bad. Yeah, pretty bad. But I think it's meant to be, though. It is. And, and it's, it's right. fabulous. I mean, so, like, so the people say... Jeff, you don't like any of the cartoon stuff. You don't like Race and Waller. No, I don't. But this I like, and it's the same kind of shtick. Yeah. It's like well, Chase, look, Chase. It's like it's like Tom and Jerry humor. It's just like well, I, yeah, I like true. It. Chase has been doing this gig for years, man. Long before WWE, anyway. So it's right, not like anything new. He's doing, he's doing the Bobby right. Knight thing, and he, he he's right. another one who could be like a Bobby Heenan. He's quick. He's funny. He's got the right voice for it. He'll take bumps. I mean, he's never going to be it as a wrestler, but he can, he'll be a great man. This whole thing is great. All he needs to do is take the C off the thing and just dress the way he is and throw shit around. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd, sure. he'd be great. He could be like Gary Hart. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good comparison, actually. That's a good one, but uh, it's a chain smoke. 
Yeah. Well, Mr. Chase gives us a rundown of Halloween Havoc's storied history, including Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair, Rey Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero, and Mandy Rose starting her long reign. Also, get this, the fucking Yeti. The Yeti. The Yeti. Oh, yeah. yeah. Their homework is also to watch the show this weekend, Jeff. Right. Did, I, did I mention that? Yeah. And she goes, what the blank? Yeah, that was funny. Because guess who pops up on the fucking screen, Jeff? It's Chucky once again showing up on the video screen and cut a promo straight out of Chase U, cursing up a storm, which was kind of funny. And Isn't Thea's Chucky response, like you said, what the fuck? Is that what Chucky reminds me of? Seth who? Rollins. <laughs> I can, picture, can you picture Seth Rollins' fucking voice mm-hmm. on Chucky? I do. That, that's exactly <laughs> that would what be, he sounds like. That would be kind of funny. I'll... I'll, I'll I don't know. I'll get picture. I'll be like, hey, I'm going to kill you all. John. Completely. 100%. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of fucking uh, idiots, because I can't stand this woman, Raquel Rodriguez makes her entrance and Booker T marks out over her back pose. <laughs> Please. He's so fucking uh, giving me a shit. Booker. Good for you, man. Good for you, Booker. God. Shooky, Respect. shooky, quack, quack. That's right. But. We go back to another commercial. As we come back from a break, another tag team contract signing as we get pretty deadly, a smug about Malik Blade and Idris Enofi. Is that his name? Enofi. Mm-hmm. Are promising to take their... Sorry? No, go ahead. Finish. Well, they're promising to take their titles from them. That goes down next week, though, instead of Halloween Havoc, Jeff. I have to tell you, I am so back to hating pretty deadly i have no idea why they took flash legend away from her from them like her alone stinks them alone stinks lash legend with pretty deadly is amazing i i I don't know what it is but that that's like one of those things that just works yeah uh, i i don't know like i haven't seen too much of pretty deadly but i get it right i get why they are the way they are look they're 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 all right but like you said there's too many brits man like fun. how many British? What the fuck is going on over there, man? I mean, I, I get you, it because of NXT UK, of, but you couldn't find me a, a couple of Greeks and an English and a French. Yeah, guy. absolutely. Fucking hey, man. I mean, there has been a few Greeks over the times. So I'm talking about background, not playing Greeks per se. Uh, well, there was like Spiros Arion. Do you remember him? Here we go. Well, he Adrian hey. Adonis. Well, technically, he did have a Ashanti Greek name. Adonis. <laughs> I know he's black, but uh, hey, the Greek well, freak is black. What Tristratus? What the? What the what you yeah, she's Greek. Greek. I mean, it's no, right hey, across, right across look the narrow sea. Artetekumbo is a good example, dude. A great the basketball player. That's a great example. He's a proud Greek, and he's the best NBA player, pretty much, dude. In I have many no ways. Idea. Yes, but that's fine. You don't know Yanis Yanis Antetekumbo? Are nope. you kidding me, bro? Not he won the MVP two years in a row. Won an NBA fucking ring with the Milwaukee Bucks. I barely even know what the NBA is. Wow, Jeff. Oh, well, you are you are from Baltimore after all. I mean, there's no NBA team there, but uh, I get it. But you're a Ravens fan, are you? Yep. Ah, see. So if there was an NBA team in Maryland, would you follow them? No, I haven't followed. I, I haven't followed the NBA in decades. I mean, wow. I love the NBA, dude. Just quietly, so I'm a big fan. I mean, I would probably be vaguely aware. Listen. 
I give up a lot of things for wrestling. It's 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 like if I wasn't with wrestling, might might I be a hockey fan or or NBA fan? I couldn't be a baseball fan because it's too boring. Nah, baseball. Look, I, I like playing it on the like the Xbox or PlayStation. I have enjoyed watching the NBA it. in the past. I have enjoyed college basketball in the past. I have a, I have liked the NHL in the past. Oh, I think NHL's great. Yeah. The only sport I can watch is football and college football, but I really don't watch them because I don't have time. I've got wrestling and then, <laughs> and then the few non-wrestling shows that I watch, and then you know, and I, I, I then I do what three thousand podcasts with you a week, so something like that. Hey, yeah, hey, man, it's good though. I enjoy doing the shows with you, Jeff. So that's all that matters. Aww. Hopefully, you feel the same way. But um, anyway, let's. Let's keep it going because, geez, we've gone over one hour and 30 minutes somehow about this show. And we get Raquel Rodriguez versus Cora Jade. Um, as we and, the, and this match was actually a lot better than I expected. Raquel Rodriguez seemed like a bit of a bitch in this match, in my opinion. But um, nevertheless, Jade ends up defeating Rodriguez via disqualification. Technically a win though, Jeff, but Jade was getting destroyed the whole way as Perez made her way out to get some shots in. And Jade ran away while Roxanne got up on Rodriguez's shoulders to end the segment. I will say this, Perez has got the look that WWE would want on the main roster. That's for sure, dude. She reminds me of Ashley Masaro, though, in her look, sort of. She's, she's too small. Without the blonde hair. I mean, so does Cora Jade. I mean, there's, there's a lot of right. women. NXT has an embarrassment of riches in a plethora you know, of women's women. wrestling. Right. I mean, honestly, the, it, it, I, when I say that... that the Triple H and Stephanie should have a Thursday night wrestling show and try to pitch it to USA or Peacock or someone that's episodic and every week, one to two hours for just women's wrestling of all rosters. They absolutely should. And, and part of it is because there's like 20 to 30 women in NXT who deserve to be on TV. And there's sure. probably, you know, a similar number on, on the main roster. No, no doubt. I agree with you 100%, man. Uh, there's too many, though, man. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It needs its own TV show, and I don't know what the USA runs on Thursday nights. There's no wrestling. I mean, you don't can't possibly count Impact. No one's watching it anyway. And by the way, well, um, show? just quietly, yeah. wow, this this week, I mean, I know it's 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 syndicated, so it's the aggregate is different, but they did 334,000 viewers. They went up after th after the first three weeks were successively oh, declining. And they went up oh, by a lot. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I don't watch it. But apparently there's some market for it. So if you're WWE and you led the revolution and you had evolution, just do it. Why not? Well, is it on syndication too? You said, and they get that sort of number. That's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah, it's on. It's on. It's on Sinclair uh, and a few other stations. But yeah, it's syndicated. Wow, well, that's pretty good numbers for syndication. You know, in my opinion, fuck. Let's be honest. I mean, and if there is a market for it, then yeah, why not? Dudley should capitalize on it. Otherwise, wow, will. But uh, it is what it is. Anyway, we get a rundown for, for the card of Halloween Havoc before we get to the main event as Kevin Owens makes his entrance smiling and happy to be here. He runs to ringside and hugs Booker T before dapping up Vic Joseph to cut to another commercial break. But as we come back, we come back to backstage and a bunch of guys and gals playing a drinking game, this is silly, and prepping for the next segment slash Halloween Havoc Hey, and Indy Hartwell is also there for whatever reason, and uh, I feel bad for her. I mean, 
Jeez, I don't know why she's there with all a whole bunch of NXT jobbers. But as we go back to the ring, well, actually, Indeed, before I go there. NXT, so why would she be there? And oh, I'm getting the no. phone call again. It happens every fucking show, man. God damn it. It's becoming a gag at this point. But um, I think Indy Hartwell is a lot better than you give her credit for, actually, Jeff. She's not. You really can't stand it that much. No, I'm not saying I can't stand her, but she's not good. She's she's not good. She can't throw a punch. She doesn't look convincing. She she's she doesn't have the looks. So I mean, yeah, but she's got the look for a tough type of woman. If they went that way, if that makes sense, I, I disagree. I just don't think that she does. I I, I don't think that I, I don't know how she's lasted this long. To be frank with you, really, yeah. uh, she was a big deal in the Australian indie scene, bro. In my well, she was. Welcome back. But I think she will end up on the main roster pretty soon, though. I actually do think that. I mean, she she has a very real chance of it because of um, the... Um, she's a tall girl. She's 5'10", you know. Yeah, I know she's tall. But because of the, the whole the way thing. Yeah, true. That's the only reason. Well, yeah. I mean, shit. Uh, look, I just, yeah, the way thing, I don't know if they'll ever go back to the way thing, but did you know she's of Chilean and Italian descent? I did not know. You're really, uh, you're really Johnny on the spot tonight with all the descents of people. Well, she doesn't look, she looks Chilean now that I think about it. She looks like a Latina, like a South American type of chick, mm-hmm. but definitely not Italian in her. She, uh, that sort of surprised me. I have no idea. No, no, who knows what, everyone's a fruit I, salad these days. I, I, These days. I mean, I thought that, that what she looked to me was like like similar to Shotzi. Yeah, I can see that. She also looks Polynesian a little bit, to be oh, fair. Yeah. But, um, you know, but uh, listen, there's, there's, there's a, a lot of First Nations c- came from Asia. I mean, that that's just a known thing. True, so, true, true, know, true. We're, Listen, we're all mutts. We're all <laughs> mutts. I'm not, damn it. Both my parents are Greek, all right? Greeks are mutts but, too. I know. Don't let's not go there anyway. As we come back Never to the ring, though, we, we 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 our common ancestor divided from the chimpanzees a million years ago, and we've been intermixing ever since, <laughs> including with Neanderthals and Denisovans and 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 the hominids that we haven't even given names to yet. Well, as long as I don't have any Turkish in me, I'm happy. And don't and don't forget how the demigods, you know, how the how the Anunnaki and the Watchers and you know all the, the gods the, all inter, inter- the Elohim interbred with us. The Elohim, yeah, they all, <laughs> all one and the same. They all they all interbred with us, and that's why some of us are greatness, and and some of us are Indy Harwa. <laughs> you prick! That's harsh. Sorry, Indy. I'm trying, girl. I'm trying. Anyway, uh, let's go back though to NXT we because KO was funny when they said we give you our last name and they said we support indie wrestling. That was funny. Hey, that was cool. Actually, that's perfect. That's a good T-shirt too. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to the ring and an entrance time for Bron Breaker, JD McDonough, and Ilya Dragunov are already in the ring, seated next to Owens. KO welcomes us. He tells us Shawn Michaels asked him to come around. For this, and considering he's the reason Owens became a wrestler, he certainly wasn't going to go. Ta- sorry, he wasn't going to tell him no. His role tonight is to make sure no man <laughs> wrecks havoc because you know the name of the show this weekend. 
and it's Badam T. <laughs> like he does, as Owen says, the guy stirring the pot lately has been a creepy weirdo. That made me laugh because he looks weird anyway. McDonough, let's be honest. And he says, Mr. JD McDonough, Google me, which fucking made me laugh. As Kev, you can call me whatever you want in about four days. In four days' time, I'm going to be called the new NXT champion. He says, good comeback. He said he's been on his best behavior while the other two have been kicking up a dust and getting at each other. And then he's my favorite bloke over here. Dragonoff said it wasn't a mistake hitting Bron, even though he was aiming for JD. And when he stood over Breaker struggling for air, he realized he's only human and that he is beatable. Breaker gets his turn to talk and says over his dead body, will anyone be taking the title from him? If Ilya wants a friend, get a dog. <laughs> as long as he's breathing, he'll, he'll be NXT champion. Owens then jumps in again to say he sees what's happening here and JD is pitting Bron and Ilya against each other, hoping they'll tear each other apart and he can clean up the scraps. They've got to get things figured out because no matter what, JD can't win the title because no one, not even his own mother, who Kevin talked to, likes him or wants him to be champion. McDonough then has a thought about how to get back at Dragunov since Ilya sent him packing from NXT UK and his best revenge will be winning the title and keeping it from him. You'll always be a contender and never a champion, Ilya tells him. And then he says, hey, I'm going to put your ass in the same category as him as Brom breaks in, uh, butts in, to say Ilya reminds him he lost the last triple threat match he was in. They stand up and get ready to go at it as Owens comedically apologizes to HBK, making sure everyone pauses so he can bail and then telling them to go ahead and go at it. And they do just that, Jeff. And after a few back and forth, Ilya holds the title up and Austin Theory's music then plays. He comes out and holds up the Money in the Bank contract. And that was the end. Yeah, thank God. This 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 whole thing. Uh, I mean, Braun speaking, no good. Ilya, he's he's to me, he's like. I love Ilya, bro. Oh, he's a great wrestler, on. but he's. I mean, both of them, they overspeak. I can't stand it. It's like Ilya Dragunov and, and Montez Ford. It's like the same thing. I can't stand anything they say. They they're great in the ring, uh, and this guy JD McDonough does nothing for me. Um, he also Get rid of him. It was a swerve, but I think I think that's all it is. Is a red herring. Um, let's hope so. Yeah, let's hope so. Um, and I don't really think that Kevin Owens added that much to it. I mean, you know, I didn't really it's like just... him. I know that's his thing now is like is like breaking the fourth wall and telling the wrestler what's going to happen in wrestling one hundred and one, like sort of like MJF does. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really like it here. He's like he's taking sides. Yeah, it's just to have him on the show, obviously. Excuse yeah. me. I'm well, sure Jeff. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Sorry, I man. Saying, I was gonna say. I was just saying, continue. I don't think they gave him a whole lot of notice, so he probably just came up with whatever he, you know, on the on the. He probably just you know played it by ear. <laughs> True. Um, let's move on, actually, to finally. Oh, well, before we do that, what was your overall thoughts of the show, anyway, Jeff? It's not, I generally like NXT, so and 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 there was some surprises here. I, I don't, you know, um. I'm the one who likes NXT, so I mean, it, it, you know, you liking is the refreshing part. I, I generally like NXT. Hey. This was not my favorite NXT episode, but I mean, it was good. It went by quickly, and it was it built to the 
the PLE, and that's what it's supposed to do. Well, to be fair, I've, I've always loved um, NXT, but just uh, not this 2.0 version per se, you know what I mean? So, well, that's what it But is. you know what? I, well, yeah, exactly. I'm, and I'm happy to get back into it. I mean, I like the pacing of the show. It's just too fast sometimes, and I just feel they everyone needs to slow down just a tiny little bit, you know what I mean? They, they fit a lot into this two hours, but I, I still don't feel like it's as chaotic as a typical AEW. I mean, with AEW, you even have to listen to what commentary says, or you could miss things that matter, and that drives mm. me crazy because I, I don't like to, I don't like to watch that closely, and I, I don't want to have to listen to commentary to miss something that matters. Like, like wrestling's for dopes. They, they, they should, there should be nothing subtle there, even if they want something to be subtle. Like, like if they had one of, remember when they had like Rambling Rabbit in the background. You know, but they at least kept them on there for like seven to ten seconds. So even when it's supposed to be subtle, you need to be paying attention. It's like you'd have to be a dummy not to have seen it at all. I mean, that, that's, right. that's what wrestling's supposed to be. It's you know, it's not it's not like a mystery escape room. It's you know, so I never feel that way about NXT that I missed something huge. You know, because they didn't tell me enough. If I miss something huge, it's because I wasn't paying close attention. No, for sure, man. Well, let's actually get into Halloween Havoc predictions for tomorrow night. Um, Let's see, where do we start here? Uh, Just for the record, Shotin Quincy will be your host. But let's start from here, actually. We'll start off with, um, I think it's Julius Creed and Damon Kemp. I'm going to go with Julius Creed. I mean, he, he needs to get his comeuppance. Uh, he needs to get the revenge for Roddy, uh, even if that, and if it is a swerve, and you know, then Brutus needs to leave NXT. They just did that story where Santos had to leave NXT, and he brought his friends with him, which is what right. Julius would, you know, if Brutus had to leave, then Julius would go with him, and that's sort of a lame thing to do so quickly. So I'm going to go with Julius, and I, th- I think the Creed brothers still need some um, work, and they can come up to the main roster once things sort of settle down there with all the re-debuts and you know you know needs to settle it when they need to spice things up i agree but i'm with you actually jeff i think julius creed would definitely win the match in an ambulance match mind you kemp i'm not a big fan of he kind of looks like top dollar man looks like homicide to me really look at his face he's very top dollarish i mean like his body i i, I don't know about his face is he so short? I haven't really seen him in the ring. Yeah, he's he's. I mean, he's not homicide short, but he's 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 short. Like I I think he's like under five ten. I think he's shorter than we are. Wow, shit. Okay, or our, one of or those guys. But he's also Ooh. got like a very unimpressive physique, sort of like homicide did. I don't know. He reminds okay. me of homicide. No one else has said it except for me. He doesn't wrestle like homicide either. I mean, he wrestles like what he is in a you know like a Greco-Roman Olympiad wrestler. Okay. Okay, fair enough. I can see why these two are having a matchup then. Well, we both agree that uh, Julius should get the win as we move on to the next match between Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade. This one's a hard one to predict, actually, Jeff. Well, In a spin-the-wheel, make-the-deal match, by the way. Uh, yeah, but it's it's weapons out. So uh, um, Cora won the first match. Roxanne's going to win the second match. She's going to show that she's got the killer instinct. So is this two out of three falls? Well, no, but it's, I mean, the feuds are generally trilogies, right? 
yeah, I guess. But uh, I think Cora Jade will win this one, though. Okay, I don't think so. I mean, she won over. She won by disqualification. Uh, Roxanne lost. I mean, wrestling one on one. That Roxy wins this one, but okay, we we don't have to agree. I mean, it's better. I, I you're right though. You're right. I mean, wrestling one on one says I'm wrong, a hundred percent. But um, you know what? Okay, yeah. No, you're right. You pointing that out made me just realize. I'll go for Perez. No, no, fuck it. I'll stick with Jade. They got to yes. throw a little swerve. I'll oh, stick with Jade. There we go. All right, let's see what happens. That's I mean, I'm Jimmy 98% right now. That's the, that's the but, confidence uh, I like. That's it, man. i got to stick to my guns. That's right. So Jeff goes with Perez. I go with Jade. My we'll see what happens. I'm going to be a panty wipe. I want you to be confident. <laughs> You're funny. Anyway, next we get our NXT Women's Championship match between Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire. Uh, Mandy for sure, surely. The, the fire is going to be absorbed by the heat, and Mandy retains her championship. Let's hope so, because mm-hmm. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't care for Alba Fire, whatever the fuck with the I way she speaks. Surprised if they moved Alba Fire up to the main roster before Mandy Rose, because this this act is dynamite. I don't think they're going to have right. to lose it and, and move Toxic Attraction up there. If they move the whole Toxic Attraction act up. There's no reason Mandy can't bring the title with her. We've had NXT champions on the main roster before. Kevin Owens. True. Uh, also, uh, not just Kevin Owens, but uh, what's his name? Who's in NXT right now? Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, so you, we're both going with Mandy? I, I am, for sure. Oh, well, Mandy it is. Next, we get Apollo Crews versus Grayson Whaler. Uh, uh, this one's hard, but it's another spin the wheel, make the deal match. Do you think Apollo gets the win? I do, because uh, Grayson won their last match by trying to blind him. Um, right. And, you know, I think this is one of those where, you know, whatever whatever the stipulation is, uh, like people thought it was going to have to relate to the eyes and somebody was saying blindfold match, which I think is ridiculous. I don't think you can do that with Grayson Waller. He's not, or either of them. I don't, so, but maybe like a lights out match, something like that. Um, right. I think Apollo wins, but maybe it's lights out and it's unsanctioned or something so that the, it doesn't count on the records. But yeah, I, I think Apollo wins this match. I think Apollo wins this match also. Uh, so next we've got a, uh, a fatal five way, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's a climb the sk- the stairway to hell, not stairway, but it's a ladder match, no less. Mm-hmm. Between question mark mystery guy, uh, Oro Menza, Carmelo Hayes, Wesley Peyton Fraser is the fifth guy. Oh, he is. A fi- it's official, right? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Th- actually, you're right. I remember now with the conversation. Anyway, with the Axion whatever the fuck his name is. And Von Wagner is also in the match. Right. Uh, I think Wesley gets this, man. I really want to say Wesley, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I want Carmelo to win, man, really. But my heart but, says fucking Carmelo. My head says Wesley here, man. Well, yeah. I think it is going to be Wesley, but I'm going to go with Carmelo anyway because Trick is there. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Carmella. He'll be the first three-time North American champion. And then, you know, oh, I, I, don't, man. 
as long as it's not Van Von Wagner. Oh man, this is a hard one, man. But I, I've, got, I've got a feeling that Carmelo will probably win, and I really want Carmelo to win. But I will stick with Wes. I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that you're actually. I just right. feel like it's I time. I think he's, it's time. Yeah. He's, he's taken a lot of losses, and he's had a very bad year. Yeah, I think it's time, dude. I think you're right. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, you're going with Carmelo. You're sticking with him. I, I am, but I think I'm wrong. All right, Jeff goes with Mello. I go with Lee. We'll see what happens there, but uh, I don't know. I think it'll be a great match, no less. Mm-hmm. But then after that, we move to the main event ski, and it is for your NXT Heavyweight Championship between Jagannoff, Bron Breaker, and McDonough. Uh, I want fucking Ilya to win this, but he won't. Unfortunately, Breaker will win this match anyway. Right, Agreed. Jeff? Agree, yeah. It is what it is, man. I mean, I want without Ilya to have a run. Yeah, without a doubt. It's true. It's two little midgets it's really without a cash. against one big guy. Yeah. But there may true. be a distraction, like a threatened cash-in or something like that. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, you know, if they want to swerve us, go with Dragunov, because I think it would be a fun title reign if he was the champion, especially the way he speaks. and He's just crazy. He's just a nutcase sort of thing. You know what I mean? I kind of love that about him. But uh, unfortunately, you know, if they want to get heat, get a Russian to win the championship right now. I mean, come on. Yeah, but he's a face Russian. If he, if he turns heel, I'd be all for it. I would love to see him in Imperium. They all work the same. Oh, think- fuck yeah, bro. And they've got a history too, like or the whole lot of them going back to Germany because Ilya Dragunov, he was born in Moscow, Russia, but he moved to Germany at five years old. Oh. So, I mean, he even sounds German when he talks English. Like his accent is very German. Like the way he speaks. Yeah, it is, dude. Nah, they're all the fucking same. They're all bad guys in movies. <laughs> wow, you didn't just say that. They're all the same. You're saying Russians, Germans, is he Germans? They're all the same shit? All bad guys in movies, yeah. <laughs> the stereotypical anti-American type guys, right? Except Ilya's not even anti-American per se. He would be in the movies. He would be. And I think he's got a good look. Like his look, like he looks very Russian. Like, you know what I mean? He sure does. And... But uh, if you want to, if you've got the Bulls, HBK, get fucking Ilya to win the championship. But Nobody knows Jeff and him. I, Nobody knows him yet. I followed him during his indie career, man. Like I, I loved him in uh, in Germany at WSX. Well, we're not normal. It's, it, I know. They're I trying to grow it. the NFC audience, not shrink it. That's <laughs> that's true. Well, Jeff, um, I think that's that's about it, man. We've done a, a two-hour show on the dot, dude. Can you believe that yeah, shit? On a two-hour show. I think we've done our job. <laughs> wow. I, I was surprised that we actually went this long, man. Yeah. But, um, I mean, cool. I'm, I'm all for it. So in saying that, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. They can't. You can't find me anywhere. Just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, in other words, you can find him here all the time with me. And you can also find him at Garden of Doom. And yes, down there where he's pointing on his Twitter. Go, okay, you say it, Jeff. I shouldn't be even doing this. This is for you. Stable, my friends. <laughs> you prick. Well, for me, like and subscribe right here at the pwcnetwork.pubbing.com, channelattitude.com, where I'm thinking, Jeff, are you joining me for Uncaged? <sighs> yes. I mean, do you want to? You don't have to. I mean, I can get someone else. I mean, shit. Who could you get? Well, I haven't asked anybody, so I'm asking you. Maybe there'll be a, one other person. I doubt Chris will join us because no, he's not feeling he's, too well lately. 
Yeah, I think it's on hiatus. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, wasn't you already on hiatus, but yeah, sometimes you have to take a high hiatus. <laughs> a high, high, high hiatus, right? I mean, double hiatus. <laughs> now nah, we love you, Chris. Just hurry the fuck up, get over Trace this shit. Punto hiatus. <laughs> there you go. See what he did there? Mm-hmm. Evil chest punto cero hiatus, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, like I said, check out channelattitude.com tonight live for five bucks you get to see me and jeff and listen to us talk everything aw and in particular rampage but in saying that i'm jimmy t he's dr jeff Lipman, and you've been listening and watching the nxt conflict 3.0 actually now right here on the pwc network and we're out peace sir stay all my friends and fuck off South slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. Down South slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. What's the sense of it all? Pimping powder and pussy, trying to make pennies. See niggas lie on the stand, guess hell ain't harder than prison. Who knows? In the 90s, the traffic stop get you tickets, a joke. Now they find you a traffic stop get you riddled with holes. We be living too fast, we be sipping the slow. One of my niggas was selling work, now he's selling no shows. I mean, Jason, that's growth. Pay attention, take note. You over 40 and moving work, better be by the boat. Better be by the dock, better not be by your home. If niggas really won't hurt you, they gon' leave you alone. Cause them people's is coming, where your loyalty, youngin'. When a rapper say free my nigga, his lawyers get hungry. And everybody wanna be a trap, nigga, cause them rap trap niggas get paid. Don't nobody wanna be a trap trap, nigga, when them bad niggas got you on tape. Yeah. Art imitating life, now you just saying lies. These suburban nights thinking y'all ain't afraid to fight Right in the mirror, crying a little, you shaking, right? Your soul is in prison and there is no visitation rights Down south slang, music with these hustlers Keep it true to self and never sell out with these busters I ain't finna tap dance, I don't give a fuck, though Keep it true to self and keep a crew of niggas cut, though right? Down south slang, rolling with these hustlers Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted Down south slang, rolling with these hustlers Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted Down south slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. Down south slanging, rolling with these hustlers, trying to get rid of all you haters and you busted. I got the cocaine later, white later by the key. Eight cup full of Texas, pulled by the three three. Hopped out the Porsche when it sold me a piece. Smoke a pussy nigga like I roll me a leaf. Like a leaf, nigga. Oh, smoke put a hole in his teeth. Hey, boom, pop, bam, put a hole in his cheek. Hey, nigga talking tough, but you a hole in the street. Like a motherfucker, nigga, so we scutter, butter, pussy, niggas, undercover, and I ain't stutter, motherfucker, hit him with the blocker, blocker, quick to serve me a pop, you borderline dick sucker, tryna take some pics of us, baby, make your leg bend, yellow bitch a red skin, and DC like a red skin.
skin. Come and give me head, then. My youngest pot the lead in. Niggas swing your dread, then. Oh, you want to tussle? We gon' see how niggas play it, then. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers. Try and get rid of all you haters and you busters. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers. Try and get rid of all you haters and you busters. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers. Trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters. Down south slangin', serving all these customers. Like Bill, like he's some Pilsky, but he clips like Rudy Hustle. On the real, you might get killed. Don't touch my chain, cause it's untouchable. Big Black, now I know my hip, yeah. I'ma shoot that bitch, ain't cute, but she's still fuckable. Racks on racks, move packs, your packs, that school had packs like lunchables. Choke gas on gas for fives and match. We bust out straps at constables. Toss my sack, no phone, but though. On Adderall, but it's still functional. Still aired out at a functional. That Draco so dysfunctional. Used to be a robber, Ebo, Nigel, boy, go ask why late. Yellow bone, a cocktail, give me sloppy topper as I lay. Pull up on the opera, chopper, rocker, hit him while he lay. I spend some chips to get you killed, my Chris gon' make you free, don't lay. Bang, we don't really tussle. If I can't get that thing in, then I'm not finna go club. Ever since my bro got killed, I can't trust shit, I can't trust nothing. Can't even trust my Chris because of Crip Kilnissy hustle. Down south slangin', rollin' with these hustlers. Try and get rid of all you haters and you busters down south slanging rolling with these hustlers trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters down south slanging rolling with these hustlers trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters down south slanging rolling with these hustlers trying to get rid of all you haters and you busters The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.